Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 200, with your hosts, Justin and Claude. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our season six commentary series with episode 616, What They Died For. I know what you're all thinking. Why do Claude and Justin have opposite voices today? <laughs> well... If you'll remember <laughs> our our seldom used tradition. Uh, <laughs> Very seldom. This is the, what is this? The Wait, let me count it. Right. Time, one, I two, think? three, one, two, the fourth time. Right? The fourth time? I think only three times. Every 50. Right. We so we did 50, the, we 100, 150, 200. Right? Oh, you're right. That's how accounting works. <laughs> So as you'll remember from those podcast numbers, uh, 50, 100, and 150, uh, every 50 (laughs) lost lowdowns, Justin does the intro. I don't know why we did that. Uh, Clearly, it's for the entertainment value of our listeners. I hope you guys get as much out of that as you can. Um, <laughs> this might be the last one I do, so I hope unless you enjoyed we do it. fifty more podcasts, which we could if we wanted to, then we could, uh, we could. Yeah. I don't know what's happening after we end this show, uh, commentary yeah. stuff, but um, uh, yeah, it's uh, I think on the fiftieth one, I had something like idea of like, oh, it'd be cool if I did the intro just for a little weird mm-hmm. celebration of our fiftieth, and then like. Once we got to it, it's crazy because that's the only one that actually happened during the original run of the show because mm. 83 was the finale. So we didn't get yeah. to 100 until the commentaries. Um, so there have been, you know, more of those than there were of the original stuff because, you know, we, we've done the whole show with the commentaries, not just season two, episode 21 to the end. So, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, just to say, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird, rare tradition that I feel the need to honor, even though I don't know how many of you were hoping for this, but (laughs) I feel like those of you who have listened for a long time probably knew to expect it. Yeah. Congratulations. (laughs) Well done. Pat yourselves on the back. Um, I mean, well, while everyone's patting themselves on the back, let's also (laughs) pat ourselves on the back for, uh, 200 podcasts. Yeah. Not bad. Right. That's a lot of podcasts. It's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, some might say too many. Way too many. (laughs) I mean, you know, maybe we should have stopped at a hundred, you know, but yeah. uh, Yeah. Two pot, 20, 200 podcasts and we're coming up on the 15th anniversary of the first one this uh, this May. So, wow, 15. 15, 15 what? years. 15 years. 15 Earth years, yes. 15 Earth human years. Earth human years. That's yeah, right. that's a lot of Earth human years. Some might say too many. Um, yeah, a many would say that, and they wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just kind of look back to see where, how long it's, okay, so listen, it's taken us a while to do this, you know, 200 podcast, uh, you know, at least ah, almost a little while, as, as you just mentioned. 
Yeah. Um, and um, there's the math. What's that average do. out to? Yes, exactly. You could do some math. Let's see the math here. It's, uh, so we're doing around 13, 13 oh, and yeah. a third podcasts per year. So it's a little over one per month. You know, that's not so bad. Yeah. When you put it that way. I mean, yes, listen. <laughs> sometimes there's years in between podcasts. <laughs> right. But sometimes we release five in a week. Exactly. That's how averages work. So it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, you never know what to expect. I like that our intros and our podcasts are just us talking about our podcast. Uh, <laughs> I do too. That's a long say, tradition. I mean, 200, 200 podcasts. Uh, I was almost at 200 years. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yikes. Not yet. Still don't know what the island is after 200 years. <laughs> <laughs> Is the island anything? That's my question. Guys, we've got it. There is no island. <laughs> the island was dead the whole time. Yeah, so I was just yes. kind of looking back. Uh, so 10 years ago would have been 2011. January 2011. Right, right. And just for some sort of mile marker here, uh, we had just released January 30th, 2011. We released podcast number 88. Yeah, sounds about right. Yep, yeah, that was right after the show ended. We took a hiatus and then we came back and started the commentaries. So we've done 122, well, 121 podcasts since uh, in, ten, in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Sounds about wow. right. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty close oh. to like one per month. The one per month thing that keeps coming back. Um <laughs> <laughs> Can't get away from it. I think it's interesting that we average out to that. I wouldn't have expected yeah, that. I wouldn't have expected that either. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's interesting. We could up that average if we just you know bust a whole bunch out more and then did more. Yeah, um, that's true. But that's true. Uh, yeah, so you know we're we're getting to the end of this run of the podcast, and um, obviously this is the second to last episode of the show. Um, kind of a big deal so in the you know I think it's, yeah a little deal and, and um a little big deal we, a little little medium deal and <laughs> that's what you'll allow okay it's a medium Fair. small big deal medium, uh, small big deal okay cool yeah and um what was i gonna say so we haven't released <clears throat> excuse me while i take a drink of water my i'm, I'm part Oh, by all means. Okay, unparched. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so it's been a couple months since we released the last podcast over the previous episode. And yeah, in that time period, across the sea, thank you, um, I've forgotten. Um, <laughs> because of what they did. Right. Um, it's always there. In that, in that time... Uh, you have rewatched from beginning pilot to the end, the end, all of yep. Lost. That is correct. And in that yep. same amount of time, I have not done that <laughs> at all. But I have yep. watched, amongst other things, twelve seasons of ER. <laughs> Will that help? So stay tuned, podcast two hundred, folks. A lot of ER references coming because that's all I prepared. Um, 
So <laughs> speaking of ER, it's a show about doctors. Jack Shepard is a doctor. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, I think there are some um, scenes from Lost, um, uh, possibly possibly even some scenes from 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 this episode or the next one that I think were filmed on the set of Grey's Anatomy, which is not ER. It's not ER. But it is a medical show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and anyway, that's my comment. <laughs> Well, I think I think you know that was a worthwhile comment, and um, I'll go back to what I was saying, which was <laughs> that you've been uh, yeah. So so you have a an extra special take on whatever we're going to talk about in this episode and the next episode because up Indeed. until that point, we hadn't neither of us had seen these episodes of Lost that we're covering the commentary series since they originally aired. Right. Which so that, that time is growing a lot. Yeah, a lot of time, like 10 years. Year. Since, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, yeah. And yeah. and I'm setting the stage here for whatever you're going to say. Sure. And um, you've also been re-listening to old Lost Lowdown episodes like the original run stuff, right? Yes, Which indeed. I, in this time, have not been doing. <laughs> I haven't been here. the old episodes of the ER podcast. The ER podcast? Who was on that one? Um, I mean, it's funny. I could name people and you wouldn't know. Like, <laughs> would, I, would you even know if I made up names? You're totally right. I have no idea. Who... who? Who ran the show ER? I have no idea. Was it Michael uh, Crichton? It was Dr. Michael Crichton. Dr. Um, Michael Crichton, MD, please. Uh, ER, what I think John Wells uh is one of the ADPs. Okay. Yeah, I actually don't know who the showrunner was through those through those uh, uh there's like four names that come up at the end, Crichton and John Wells and two other people who mm-hmm. I should remember their names, but I don't. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, that's a great. I mean, listen, let's do a podcast about who the showrunner was on ER because that's important. Um, <laughs> I agree. I agree. So anyway, I just wanted to I just wanted to catch the listeners up that you know a little bit of our commentary is going to be different because you will have uh, remembered and, and thought more about these next two episodes a bit more um, since you've just re rewatched a lot of that stuff. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably worth noting. I you know, um uh you know, this isn't really the time to to sit and do some psychoanalysis, but um I <laughs> um <laughs> I uh yeah, I think there's uh, yeah, there's something uh, something about something about something made me if we had a producer they could play like some violin music right now (laughs) a serious moment of yeah i just you know i don't get serious very often here um quiet on the uh, side everyone justin's getting serious please can we have all attention and seriousness is on go (laughs) but uh yeah i just uh uh yeah there's something um I can't explain it exactly. Is it is it nostalgia? Is it um, 
Is it, I, can I think of any other explanation? Um, cabin fever? Uh, yeah, cabin fever, that's a good one. Um, is, is it, yeah, is it just some weird emotional um, uh, security blanket, you know? I mean, mm. I, you know, when you spend this much time on a TV show, you, you form a bond with it that I think just can't really compare to any other <laughs> thing that oh, you would watch. Okay. So are you saying you're having some separation anxiety? Yeah, that, and I think I think that's part of it too. The fact that we're reaching the end of these, mm-hmm. um, it really made me want to want to look back and kind of think about the podcast as a whole, think about the show as a whole. So. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a good a good time to do that for for all of those reasons and possibly more. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, uh, it's 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 super cool. I I really okay. I mean, partially it's a little frustrating. I you know I don't necessarily I don't necessarily approve of everything that I said on the old podcast. I listen to them now and it's like it's like oh shut up already sometimes, but. <laughs> Um, are you quoting uh, uh, <laughs> our listeners? <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess probably around. 199 lost load on episode. <laughs> oh my god. Um I'm going to say somewhere between 15 to 20 full episodes from the original run. Um now you know some of them are short. Like if you listen to Lost Lowdown 1, which I recommend because it's really hilarious to hear where we started with all this. Um you know, it's it's like a breezy hour and a half like yeah. It, it flies by. Back then, that was too long. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, we gotta, we gotta wrap this up. We had segments. It's hilarious. Yep. yep. <laughs> like lost news. All right, time for news. Like it was <laughs> was weird. Well, it was the one spot on the internet anyone could find out anything about the team <laughs> lost. So we had an obligation. <laughs> that was our job. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, uh, so, you know, and I listen to like special episodes, like ones that I found particularly interesting, you know, like, uh, the man behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, uh, I listened to, um, yeah, cab cabin fever. That's a long one. Oh my God. Um, uh, Gion, Gion was really a good one. I, I recommend that one strongly. Um, and, um, I haven't the, gotten the, the podcast, not the episode. Yeah, the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I, I think you know. I do think there's something really interesting about that episode, even if it's not necessarily the best episode in last history. Um, it's. Uh, yeah, it's. It's unique. It's unique, and uh, I think it inspired us in a weird way. Um, we got. Yeah, it was, it was a long one. I mean, we did like seven hours on that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and. Um, uh, uh, you know, um, the the life and death of Jeremy Bentham, um, uh, the variable, the constant, um, uh, you know, I haven't actually listened to a whole finale one, um, because you know, <laughs> those are long. 
Yeah. Um, but what I will say is I did listen to the What They Died For podcast okay. uh, in full. And I listened to the first two hours of the final, <laughs> final podcast, which we're still not even doing the episode recap by that point. Um, we're just like... <laughs> we're talking about Lost or something? We're talking about Lost in general. We had we had a debate about the nature of reality. It was really... Just one? <laughs> just one! <laughs> so far, I mean, yeah. so far. <laughs> debate about the nature of reality. Yeah, I mean, that's... We, I don't know why the show becomes that and by the you know like that's that's what you do when you're talking about loss like start with the nature of reality or else we won't be able to get any very productive yeah like you were trying to argue that the flash sideways was a kind of you know because like the interesting thing that was happening you know up until the the this this episode that we're on right now is that we were we were thinking of the Flash Sideways as this alternate universe that was created mm-hmm. by Jughead, which why were we thinking that? Because they wanted us to. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, like they they took they basically like, yeah, like made us think that. And then yeah, and then they said, like, why did you think that? But uh anyway, um uh uh when once they reveal what it really is it kind of threw us off and you know i wanted to say like it wasn't real you know mm-hmm. and you were like no it is it's just like perspective you know mm-hmm. sounds um, like me and that that's kind of the that's kind of where the that's kind of where the debate centered it you know probably went on a little longer than it needed to but it was interesting um to hear like the kind of stuff that the show inspires. I, I think that's what I, something I really like about the show is like, it, it makes you think about certain things that, you know, you can usually, with most shows you can take for granted, you know, like what is the real world in this show? You know, um, like mm-hmm. these are things that you don't really have to spend time on usually. Um, so it was just, it was fun to hear us try to unravel. Well, if there is an afterlife, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. in terms of reality you know um if anything um and yeah i think and and i think the other thing that really stood out for me is especially from the from the late stage stuff like across the sea um what they died for like the era we're in right now is like this this sense de- this desperation that i had that like i needed <laughs> the show i needed the stuff on the show i needed the island i needed you know uh stopping the man in black um Mm -hmm. i needed that stuff to matter i needed it to be important and it was very frustrating to me that the show was never willing to fully confirm that it was (laughs) it Mm -hmm forced me and i literally said this on the podcast like for my own sanity i need to believe this and it's like that's that's what loss does to me you know it's mm-hmm. like i'm forced into this weird psychological position of like i have to decide what i want the show to be and then agree mm-hmm. that i believe that it's that so that i don't go crazy <laughs> which is life I mean, that's literally what we do in life. I know. Decide what what things mean, and even if they don't mean that, I, I feel like there's there's movies like that, right? Oh, you know what that is? That's Memento, right? Yeah. That's the yeah. Memento of saying, yeah. no, 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 this is what reality is, and we're just going to act this way 
And yeah. you know, and that's, that's really what we do, right? As human beings, is we we invent reality to for our own selfish needs until you know until it brushes up against the hard edges of reality that are that we that we aren't able to really change, right? So you can so you can say you know um, you know this tree here is purple until you you know ask other people and they say it's not right or something it's like you can sort of get your way in reality you know it's malleable in a way right you can define things um you know but but then there's these like there's these you know laws of nature (laughs) and physics Mm -hmm. that you don't necessarily have control over you know uh so you get and then you get that weird thing with meaning and subjectivity um, you know, and I, I just, and that's stuff that Lindelof plays with all the time of just like, you know, how we interpret events, you know, and well, this thing happened and then this thing happened and then this thing happened. And based on the chronology of these things, I'm going to interpret a meaning, you know, but if, if things were able to occur in a different sequence, you could get a different meaning from that, you know, and that's, that's like the basis of film editing, right? is um is how you put things in a sequence that ter- tells the viewer how they're supposed to interpret it you know um um that's one of the things you learn like in, in film school and like we learned in our in our editing classes is if, you know if somebody picks up a fork and then you see somebody chewing you know another the second shot of them chewing you go oh they picked up a fork and put it in their mouth and they're eating right right but if you see a shot of somebody chewing and then you see a side of somebody picking up a fork, it doesn't have the same linear meaning because it doesn't, you know, track with normal life the way we normally like interpret things. So yeah, it's interesting that to you know, so we're used to using that skill in surviving life. So it's interesting to bring that into watching a TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like you don't watch like Charles in charge and go, listen, I have to believe he's in charge, or else I'm gonna go crazy. Right. Charles- right in charge now the show is telling me that sometimes he's not in charge but i can't handle that (laughs) exactly exactly yeah and i think i think the thing that i hadn't realized at the time um and yeah i think neither one of us like we we did get that like perspective was important you know we did get like a kind of hint of 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 that idea like behind the show but I think the thing or a thing that we were missing was that, you know, that idea of like how you perceive and understand the world, you know, it actually is like a fundamental part of the show. Like that's how it works. Um, I think I didn't, I think I didn't really get that at the time. Um, and so I think I was like struggling against, I was struggling against how the show worked because I didn't really understand it fully. Um, and so, so I was having this kind of almost tantrum or something, you know, it's just this like reaction of like, no, I just, I want it to be like this and it's not, and I'm just going to pretend like it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the whole, yeah. I mean, that, that definitely was one of the big things that crystallized for us in terms of what the show was about after the show ended when Carlton and Damon, you know, uh, finally, finally revealed the two questions right. that I was trying to answer, which is, you know, what's the meaning of life and what happens after you die? And so right. yeah, 
that was our the two questions when we started the commentary series was to go back and investigate okay is that just pretentious artist bullshit like or <laughs> is that a real thing you guys were doing scene to scene and episode to episode and then when you see that you do see how that's part of the mechanism of the show is using that the, the concept of, of meaning and and how things are related to each other and then you see how so many of the most critical important parts of the show are built around that yeah uh you know we obviously talk a lot about um uh orientation uh where you know Locke and um and echo see the same orientation film and get two completely different meanings about whether they should press the button or not and that was and, and what's interesting about that you know is is that event on the show, a piece of it was always so confusing of like, I don't understand. This is not how normal life works, you know, on TV shows, normal life. Right. You know, if you see something and it says something, that's what it means. But how do yeah. two characters not only take away two different meanings, but one switches from his original meaning that was a huge part of his character. Right. You know, and so it's like, I don't understand why they're doing this. But when you put in that piece of them, this is the point. Then you go, okay, they have to come away with two different meanings because otherwise the show isn't proving the point it's proving. Right. The bad nature of like reality and, and how these things work. And, and you know, with, with 2020 that we just uh, wrapped up, um, <laughs> the year that is, um, meaning and reality and, 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 and what things mean uh, were so important this year. You know, what does a mask mean? <laughs> what, you know, um, uh, does it mean freedom or oppression? Mm-hmm. You all pick one. Uh, neither is somehow not an option. And, you know, and it's like, what is, you know, you know, what does it mean that you can't be around people? And what is it, you know, it's like all these, all these yeah. things, right? And what do what the traditions that we normally have mean? And, you know, um, what are the rea- what are the appropriate reactions, right, uh, from governments and and all these things and different, you know, we saw what other countries did and and and, and how that worked and is that good, you know, like I, I saw an article, you know, from a an um, an expatriated American living in South Korea and he was like, yeah, you know, we've had like four hundred deaths or something relatively mm-hmm. small. But we had like nine months of pretty harsh lockdown or something like that, you know. So right. it was a weird thing of like, you give up this thing to get this other thing. But um, but yeah, it, it's interesting. Okay, so going back to what you were just saying about the uh, the bargaining stage of grief, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely know. what it was. Yeah, I mean, what the show ends up. And I still don't think people know what the show is really about. Um, I agree. I agree. That's why we're going to have to write our, our lost book. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Across the world. What, what was really happening here. But uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a weird thing to try to really figure it out and to see it's almost like the characters and the story and the set design and all the physical elements that, 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 that is the TV show or that are the TV show um, are not what the show is about. You know, right. it's, it's like, um, it's like, it's almost like if you wanted to, if you were trying to communicate something to somebody 
um, that was a crazy concept. So instead of telling them directly or using, you know, like maybe formal language or something, you decide to tell them a story or present a metaphor for the idea, you know, and it's like, that's mm -hmm. what lost is. Lost is this, is a metaphor in the form of a TV show that is trying to communicate this other separate thing that is 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 a is underpinning everything the show is but also isn't quite obvious you know um yeah that makes sense i don't know if you agree with that analogy but i feel like that that's how it I comes think, off oh, yeah of, yeah of like um yeah this just this weird thing where you're 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 being entertained and you're you're seeing the lessons you're seeing the themes play out but because they are not always a um normally intuitive with how normal tv and storytelling goes and b not always intuitive with how you know real life goes um the show presents all these confusing moments where you're trying to reconcile like how are these things supposed to work and why is this confusing in the beginning to begin with but that is the evidence of the original idea they're trying to communicate i feel like that's how i would put it is um is the pieces that are weird that stick out that are hard to 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 grapple with are the sort of evidence that there's something deeper underneath that it's about. And if it, that deeper thing wasn't there, you wouldn't see these other pieces, if that makes sense. That's how mm -hmm. I feel Yeah. It'd be a normal show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the other thing about it that throws people and, and you know, through me for, for years uh, is that, like, a lot of times it does act like a normal show. You know, it pretends mm -hmm. like, things are just happening, you know, uh, the characters are reacting and, you know, the plot is progressing and A follows B or the other way around. Anyway, you know what I mean? Like, like you can watch Lost and kind of just like go with the flow and, and just yeah. say like, okay, well, you know, I, I guess that's the show. I mean, there's plenty of shows with inconsistencies and, and, and unresolved questions and stuff like that. But it, it I think I think if you if you spend a lot of time like we have like trying to trying to actually make sense of it like I think at some point you have to run into something like the idea that we have or you just go crazy um because mm -hmm. it's so I mean if you just pick like one little thing it, it it's it um it just uh it just dissolves it's like it's like what were they doing? You know, like it's, it's, um, uh, and it's fine if they do it, you know, uh, with a few things, but it's like, it's a recurring theme through the entire show every yeah. season. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no exception. I, yeah. it's amazing how much they got away with just like this, like, okay, here's a thing. And here's what's driving the plot is like this big thing. And then mm -hmm. at the end, it's like, wait, did that thing matter? <laughs> mm -hmm. And I just can't believe how often that happened. Like, it's it's weird. 
um, uh, for a show to do that. Um, and I think I was just having a hard time coming to terms with that. Um, you know, I, I just, I really wanted to believe like within the world of loss, like, okay, like there's some unanswered questions. Maybe I don't know what the cabin was about. Maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what the ash does or, you know, maybe I don't know what, what claiming means, but at the very least, you know, the island like is important for the world. And 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 if the island were destroyed, it would have big global consequences. And I just really needed that to be true, you know? They did not, they would not give us the satisfaction. They and absolutely the refused. Same thing that I have about about um the incident. Like I just yeah. wish they would have said, guys. Wrap it up in a nice, neat little bow and say, listen, the reason the, the Losties came to the island was so that they could go back in time and prevent, prevent the incident from destroying the world. Mm-hmm. Like, it, was, it did matter that they were there. It did matter they interacted with Dharma in the 70s. It did matter that Juliet exploded Jughead, how she did. You know, all these things did matter. Um, you know, but but yeah, and that's what's... It's it's that's the part I would like to 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 pick apart somehow with Carlton and Damon is is how conscious are they of never letting us have the satisfaction of that, or is that just a more organic byproduct of how they're telling the story? You know, mm-hmm. because by the end of the show, the in the end in the church, well, it really seems like all this mattered, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got Christian Shepherd ushering them into the after afterlife. I mean, you know, they created a whole flash sideways based on whatever. Bullshit. But yeah, some something important happened. Right. Because it's like, well, did this, was this, you know? And it goes, you know, like, I just thought of my, uh, Alana blowing mm-hmm. up on the beach, you know? Yeah. Uh, that, that thing when something seemed important. I mean, Jacob himself recruited her, pretend, yeah. presumably, you know, quasi-canon, his daughter. and right. and uh And then she's useless after two or three episodes, and boom, she's gone. Did that matter? Did, did you know? Um... Oh man! Yeah. So you get to that whole thing, and um, and that's and the whole setup for that is totally ridiculous. It's like, it, it, he's like, he's like, um, okay, Lana, <laughs> like I, I love this, I love this, cause like, okay, so he says, he says, okay, Lana, first you when you get to the temple, then ask Ricardus what to do next. Oh, it's the worst. And, and it's like, it's like, okay, first of all. By that mm-hmm. point, the temple's already been destroyed. Mm-hmm. You're late. They turn to Ricardus, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually he decides to blow up the plane, which was a horrible idea. And mm-hmm. um, and 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 a lot of blows up with the dynamite to go blow mm-hmm. up the plane. So mm-hmm. it's like, wow, Jacob, wow. <laughs> Great plan. And you wonder why the villain was winning all these years. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, his plan was awful. And, and and then you go, and because it's lost, you go, maybe he wanted it to happen that way. Right, right, right. All part of the plan. 
You told them all the wrong things. Yeah, yeah. No, I wanted I wanted Ricardus to come up with a horrible plan. Like, okay. I told Alana to ask Ricardus what to do because I know that she really needs to be the one to figure out what to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's like, I don't, you know, and that's when you have that thing of is that bad writing or is that the, the, the storytelling theme? Is that is that on right. purpose? Is, uh, you know, and and you get in this weird thing where you can just like cover some bad writing with just like, I don't know, maybe Jacob was wrong. Why would he know everything? He didn't know right. Ben was right. going to kill him. Or did he, you know? Or did he want him to? I mean, he said the worst thing he could say to him in the moment. Mm-hmm. So he wanted him to kill him. But then that's the thing where, like, he, he, there's no there's no normal plotting where you go, oh, I see. Jacob realized that he, you know, that Man in Black had him in check, right? He's one move away from checkmate. So, mm-hmm. so he decides to let Ben kill him so that he'll come back as, as a Jacob ghost for a little period mm-hmm. of time. And that'll give him this extra quality that he needs to do the Hail Mary play, which is to, you know, tell the candidates what the score is or to go, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, you know what I mean? And, and so by the end of it, it would have been worked out for the better that that happened, right? Like that meant that... Uh, that Ben killed Jacob because, you know, but it's right. like, we don't ever get that kind of thing. We don't ever get that, like, in hindsight, this was the the the, the real plan, and this is why it worked that way. Um, yeah, the show doesn't really play by those rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you can't, you can't just, like, count on anything to work really um and i feel like that it runs throughout and yeah one way to take it and many people do is like okay well it's just a bad show Mm -hmm. like (laughs) they just didn't do a good job because like nothing works nothing seems to 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 like coalesce and like in terms of the um in terms of the flash sideways you know i feel like uh Yes. Uh, I mean, what I will put my foot down for, it, like, as like, I really believe this because they showed it to me is that the stuff that happened on Lost, you know, I mean, to a degree, of course, it depends on each character individually, but it mattered to the characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I feel confident saying that clearly it was a significant experience for them and clearly it it had a huge impact on their lives um so you know yeah that stuff yeah and you know maybe that's supposed to be enough um the thing that they never did for me was explain yeah but did the island matter Mm -hmm. you know did the island help them create the flash sideways i don't know that would have been great yeah exactly like it feels like it should have been true and yet um christian never mentions the island he doesn't say a Mm -hmm. word about it he says the most important part of your life is the time you spend with these people but he doesn't say on the island he doesn't specify where it's 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 like it could have been anywhere yeah you know it matters who they were and you know but it didn't really the island stuff was just like it just happened well, to be. It doesn't necessarily clarify if it matters that it was these people. 
Could it have been any group that was bonded by yeah. by, by hardship mm-hmm. or isolation? Exactly. It's not like where no matter what happened in fate, these six people or these eight people right. would have found each other no matter what and had an experience. Yeah. It's like that doesn't seem true either. So no, no, no. Yeah, I agree. And that was another thing that I really liked about the Flash Sideways that I wanted to believe, but then at the end, it wasn't clear if that was true or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 like I said, and I, I continue to believe this. Um, the finale that they wrote, it, I really feel like it, it, you know, not not every part, obviously, but just the uh, the Flash Sideways, the ultimate conclusion, like the, the this afterlife idea. I mean, mm-hmm. that that could be the ending of almost any show, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and that's just kind of frustrating. And, and um, I actually saw, um, I saw something online. I hate to say this because like. I... So that, uh, as, that is the most unlike any TV show ever has an ending that any show. Ever... <laughs> that's ironic. That is very ironic. I agree. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's very strange. Um, uh, and I, I really want to give credit for what I'm going to say next, but I just don't remember, so I can't do it. So feel free to try to internet this. And if you could let me know who actually said this, that'd be great. I'll try to look myself as well. I don't expect you to do my work for me. Anyway, just to say, um, I read this article that uh, made the claim, or maybe it was a podcast anyway, that made the claim that like part of the problem with the end of Lost uh, for audiences was the fact that it doesn't end on the island that it ends in this church, Mm. you know, uh, that if the meeting place had been on the island, that that would have been more satisfying for audiences because Mm. it would bring it back to sort of the, the status quo or the core idea of where the show takes place. And like, you know, it would call to mind like sort of what the, what the show had been, you know, uh, throughout doesn't exist there well you're absolutely right um yeah they 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 very specifically chose not to do that but i i i do feel like there's something to that you know it's like it's even if it was superficial just like having them meet up on the island in the afterlife that's the same type of satisfaction they deny us in other ways i I think i think that that analysis is correct i think the cyclical nature of it coming back to the island and having the most important scene happen. I think even if he still never mentioned the island, it would have been mm-hmm. the, the setting. So it would have Exactly. Been- Same lines. You don't change anything. You yeah. just change where they are. Exactly what they didn't want to do. They wanted to, because we get the, the sort of cyclical bookend thing is seeing Jack on the island die, right? We do still see that. We see his eye close after the big battle, right? So we do right. get kind of that kind of bookend, but I think, yeah, they want to pr- go one step further and not be about the island. We're, we're in the next place. Yeah. Um, I think that's a problem for me. I think that's a problem for me is... In a way, is, the whole show is a flashback. That's what's weird. Yeah. Way, the entire show is one big flashback because all the co-present stuff is the flash sideways stuff. Right. That's like the latest they ever go so and it's after all their deaths so it's like de facto after everything Mm -hmm. um yeah no you're you're right um uh yeah i just i just wish um 
uh, I just wish they had connected it. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that that would have been enough for me to be satisfied by the ending, but I do think like connecting it to something more tangible would have been helpful. But I also agree a hundred percent that they didn't want to do that. Yeah. Cause in a way there's nothing special about the Island. That's the problem. <sighs> you know, we know it's not the only place on earth that has a pocket of energy like this. It's not the only place that has healing properties. It just has a unique history, which makes it stand out as special based on the people who were there and the things that they did, like build a machine that can move the island that may have created a time barrier that, you know, and so all these things that people were finding that makes the island seem unique are really just part of the the history and it like kind of doesn't matter. Uh, That history could have maybe happened somewhere else and it goes back to that question of meaning like okay well is, is that more meaningful because it had this unique experience that other pockets of land mass on earth didn't have you know like mm-hmm. does that does that mean anything like you you we want to say it does right uh our our instinct is to say we grant meaning right to to things when you're like oh man I really need a, a pin right now. And then like you find one someplace you didn't expect and you want to, you know, imbue some meaning in that. Um, or, you know, oh, I found a penny. Well, it must be lucky. Why is this lucky? You know, right. <laughs> just because right. we tell ourselves it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a weird, yeah, the whole, and then, you know, and then how that interacts with like superstition and all that is, is interesting too. Um Oh yeah, yeah. Which is which is yeah. something they actually didn't play a, a lot with, other than Hurley being the main one. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess it was more practical beliefs they were able to mine stories from. They didn't have to do too much superstition kind of stuff because uh, things are already so weird. But yeah, that's what's strange, man. Yeah, so that's why I feel like that commitment to I believe. Um, uh, affirming that the island isn't inherently special um because i think they want the they want the show and the ideas to be more connected right they don't you know i think the same reason that you know they they have you know the plethora of religious symbols in the church at the end oh yeah and and the whole concept of what happens after you die i think they want to say listen it's not just if you crash on an island with people that you get to see people that are important to you again, right? Uh, you can have this in other ways, right? There's a general path to this afterlife place. And this is one way these people went, right? So I think like, yeah, you can't make the island extra special um, if you want to have that same idea, Um and and I think that's so weird and such a bold move, you know, is, is having the island be underwater, you know, at the beginning of the Flash Sideways yeah. uh, storyline is, is really interesting uh, because it, it really makes the point that it's not about the island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to say about Jack's Eye closing at the end is although that's on the island and although... Uh, that provides a, a a bookend and a callback to the first shot of the, the whole show. Um, uh, the I think I think the reason why it doesn't feel satisfying to me is that um, 
you know, we talked about this on the on the finale, and I, I think we can we can really start to see it um, even in this episode. But I think it's in the finale; it's even more dramatic that the the uh, the emotional weight and core of what they're focusing on really shifts to the flash sideways. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. almost like the island becomes like, it was what you just said, a prelude. The island is merely the, mm -hmm. you know, the stuff that happened before the flash sideways. Yeah. There's a you different part of the show where the first episode of the show is the flash sideways stuff. Mm -hmm. And as these people wake up, they start remembering a life they forgot. And we just yeah. back to the island stuff that was the present stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that that, that would have made sense. I mean, like, that's, that's a way of, like, shifting the perspective and, and kind of going back. I think that's what they wanted, you know, kind of going back to... Uh, and I even remember people saying that in season six, going back to the idea of, you know, where the show started, which was just, like, flashbacks mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um it's just if you look at it from the point of view of the flash sideways like we're watching flashbacks yeah <laughs> and it's weird to think about it that way at least for me but yeah like it's I, how can i i mean how can i prove that's not true and especially when it feels like the show starts to signal that actually that's the more important part that yeah. you should be paying attention to. The island stuff is just the context for why, you know, why these people know each other and stuff. But like, what really matters is these people and the connections they made. And that's what, that's what we care about, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm just like, no, <laughs> what about the islands? <laughs> yeah, because that's the stuff we've been enthralled with and, and focused on for six seasons, you know? Uh, so that's what we want that's what we feel connected to and we want answers for and not yeah. just thing you made up that you're not really going to spend much time on yeah season you know so and that's the damon lindelof pain i think is that like it's it's he's he builds a mystery for a super interesting thing and then he tells you that that thing isn't really the mm -hmm. most important thing in the story and it's yeah. like oh and then, no can't blame him because he used the tools of storytelling to convince you to of that the mystery was important mm -hmm. but it's up to you to to think about if those tools are being used correctly or you know fraudulently or you know like yeah or not so um you know in um the leftovers there was many plot points where it's like oh is this thing gonna happen and it's like no it's not gonna happen everybody's mm -hmm. saying it's gonna happen but that's why it's not gonna happen <laughs> you know right. so you can like counter the lindelof shuffle you know like but but it doesn't always work you know uh mm -hmm. did the bagel disappear or is it just stuck <laughs> you know right and, uh, right yeah, so it's a it, yeah, it's such a weird thing, and it's definitely not everybody's taste, but it's it, it, it's uh, yeah, I don't know anyone else who really does that, who really sets up a mystery, and it's like, but did that even matter? <laughs> yeah, like really, that's the question. Did that even matter? Are you serious? Like, I don't know. It's just hard for me to accept because, like, you know, I get so wrapped up in it and it, it, in the 
I just thought of a, a, an analogy where I, I know I've mentioned this before. Strange, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, the island is the context on Lost, so the train would be the context here, and nothing right. in the train matters because they're all dead in a flash sideways where they have their normal, you know. So the train stuff is all flashbacks. <laughs> oh my god! And like whatever the cult, the, the the murdered person did to all these different people to mm-hmm. get their score and that's all flashbacks the stuff on the train is all flat the investigation is all right flashbacks. and then it's a flash that's like basically the jacob yeah yeah the man in black however you want to view it yeah so after they've all died then they're in another world uh <laughs> where they get to like think about what happened on the train yeah it's weird <laughs> It would totally work. It would totally work because they did like share this bond by mm-hmm. all being wronged by the same person and then forming a pact to like, mm-hmm. is this, sorry, spoiler alert? I don't know. Um, forming a pact to like, you know, as a group, like murder this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it w- Yeah, that's total. That would be a totally valid like place to, it would be really weird, but it would, you know, you could take the story there because it fits. Yeah. It also reminds me a little bit of Identity, the movie Identity. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't have a flash sideways, but you have an alternate uh, reality happening. And, right. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 It's like going on his head. I mean, I feel like the closest thing, well, there, I guess there's more than one example, but I think one uh, big uh, version of that in Leftovers was the hotel stuff, mm-hmm. um, which was like super interesting. But then the whole point was I should never go to the hotel again. <laughs> like, God damn it. Really? That's the point. Oh boy. Why was that the point? <laughs> I don't even remember. Because you don't remember in season three, like the last hotel episode, like there's this whole thing. I definitely don't remember all the details, but there's this whole thing where it's like he's going to. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler alert. Indeed. Uh, Check out our leftovers podcast on Mr. Podcast, Mr. Dash podcast.com. Anyway. uh, What? dot blogspot.com dot plot, yeah 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 you can also do that one we uh, the, the the regular website works i think oh um i think we got that domain yay uh anyway uh it's like he's going to he's gonna like blow up the hotel world and he's like i have to never come here again because it's like it's like he's using the hotel world as an escape from his real life Mm-hmm. you know like that ended up being the point so the whole point was like i have to go back one last time to blow it up so i so i never want to go oh, back I hated that because it's like yeah that was his like subconscious getting rid of it somehow or whatever. yeah like um you can't make exactly. another one like why you don't even know how this one was made so i know know? right and it seemed objective too it It seemed like he was communicating that's the yeah that's the problem where it's like it seems like since it's a place he made or whatever that he can decide what the rules are so it's like there Mm -hmm. are no rules unless he decides the rules so if he Mm -hmm. so if he makes enough gesture 
that he can't come back, like blowing it up, then that'll. It reminds me of the end of Fight Club, right? It's like it's yeah. like only wins because he thinks hard enough that he wants to kill himself, but but he kind of yeah. died accidentally, so therefore it's this loophole thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Lost. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Uh which is which is weird and it's not what I wanted, you know, cuz that that hotel stuff was so interesting. It really made me excited about the show and then yeah, and then it just turns around and tells you like no, it you know, that was just like a weird coping like really elaborate coping mechanism. Mhm. <laughs> And actually, it's more important for overreacted. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. that's the leftovers version of I overreacted. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I think, um, uh, uh, I, you know, on um, on on Watchmen, it's a little more diffuse, like what that is. I think you know, it's a little bit the place where Jeremy Irons is. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a little bit like, it's, it's, I think it's a little bit like some of the, some of the Dr. Manhattan stuff and, or the, the seventh cavalry, like all the stuff that like, didn't really seem to matter that much mm-hmm. in the end, but that was interesting as the story was building up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, spoiler alert for all this stuff if you haven't seen Watchmen, but I was going to spoil some more stuff and say (laughs) a version of this that they didn't do, but I think the right analogy would have been if uh, the machine that uh, what's her name created? uh, Lady True. Yeah. um, If the whole season they they told us that the sole purpose of the machine is to take Dr. Manhattan's powers. Mm Mm-hmm. If they had built been building it up to that, and then at the end, that's not what it did. Like I feel like that's the version. And oh she, yeah. What, what made you think it could do that? Right, right. Tell you the whole season it could do that. You know, it's like I feel like that's the kind of thing they would do. But that that well, the other way where they didn't tell us what it would do, and then they surprised us. Right, right. But I guess I guess if I wanted, I could make it more like the lost thing because we never see it actually work. Mm. you know so it's like it's possible that it wouldn't have worked we can't know for sure what it would have done because it doesn't happen oh that's right it it just uh it transports him but it doesn't it doesn't do the power transfer yeah 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 they they never complete it like like you know the squids fall from the sky and like blow it up before the process can complete so it's kind of like the hatch or the swan station in that way where it's like, mm-hmm. there's all this build up about it or the man in black leaving the Island, if you prefer. Yeah. Um, um, or the Island being destroyed. If you prefer, they're all kind of along similar lines where it's like, there's a lot of build up, but they never really show you what would have happened if it worked or, yeah, or if it failed. Like you said, with man in black leaving the island. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions on the show too, is like, Oh, if the some if you don't press the button, the island's gonna blow up and the world's gonna die. And it's like, yeah, that was never true. It was never proven. 
And then and then the thing with with Men in Black, I think, is the other number two misconception is like, you know, oh, if he leaves, he's, the world's gonna end, or he's gonna kill everybody. It's like he never said that. I uh, yeah, he never hinted at it. Yeah. He never. All he wants to do is go home, and that's yeah. it. And the show didn't say what would happen if he went home. This is just what other people thought. Right. Based on some really weird conflating of events. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that like no one alive, even, you know, one or two people even could have known some of these details. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's the other thing that's interesting about the show too, is, is the, the legacy aspect of like, how many people lives are being impacted by decisions, you know, two dudes made centuries ago. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. uh, I mean, I guess we all live <laughs> in that reality of, uh, in a way we do repercussions yeah. of what some dudes did centuries ago. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I find that, I find yeah. that really interesting that they have no idea like why they're even going about this stuff. I think, uh, yeah, it would be cool to see. Like, I always think about like um, Cindy. Like, she's such an mm-hmm. interesting character because she's she she seemed to understand some purpose early on, but you know she had none, and you know yeah. she had in the grasp onto, and can it was nowhere near seeing the big picture. Yeah. Um, you know, and so what does she think about all this stuff? You know, by the end, what's her flash sideways like? You know, <laughs> like what does she get out of all of this? You know, uh, this yeah, she cool. was on the plane actually. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we never see her again after that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's not even really a hint, but um, you know, if you believe that everybody gets a flash sideways, which you know, I think is somewhat questionable, but. I think what isn't questionable is that there are more people in the Flash Sideways than just the group that moves on in the church. Yeah. So, um, you know, Ben, of course, uh, and then, like, Miss Hawking, like, they're very clear on, like, they're really them, and they know it's the afterlife, but they're choosing to stay there. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that only makes sense if it's really them. I mean, effectively, whatever that even means. But Can I throw out a crackpot theory on the end of the show I just made up? All right. Go for it, please. It's never too late. <laughs> Get it in while it's hot. Um, I was just thinking, what if... I've, said, I've, I've probably pitched versions of this idea, but, but I was just thinking... Because I, I was jokingly thinking of, like, you know, Christian at the church and explaining everything to everybody or whatever, and and then he, you know, he opens the big doors in the back and then all the white light comes through and everyone goes in, you know. So I was just thinking it'd be funny if like he turns to the camera, like at the end of Michael Jackson's oh, no. video, you know, where where Michael Jackson With the yellow eyes. So like in Christian does that and it's like, oh no, he just like stole all their souls or something. And this was some big, you know, so I was just thinking, oh, what if that was like man in black? Obviously Christian Shepherd, right? Yeah. And what that flash sideways you know they did really die but they were somehow trapped on the island or trapped within you know somehow he used his ability to shape shift and you know he's he scanned people's minds right so maybe he's able to project a reality that they could live in and so all of that was like fake it was all a concoction Mm -hmm. of man in black so that he could like 
get them all in one place and then like you know maybe he needs them to move on to the next you know reality he's gonna inhabit or something mm-hmm. you know? and like so that's what he so that's getting off the island is that right there like taking the candidates and and, and going with them to the next place or something you know right uh, right and, you know, and like that could be the story with everything they showed us. All they need is one shot of Christian Shepherd looking so right. and then it's like, oh shit. Okay, we lost our recording there for a second. So I'll just repeat the last thing I was saying, which was um yeah, with everything that they showed us on the show with how it ended, you know, the flash sideways and them going to the church with Christian Shepherd there ushering them to the after after uh life. You know that whole thing could could have been Man in Black's plan all along to get to get off the island or to get finally free, and and all it was missing from what they showed us was like you know one single shot of Christian Shepherd looking looking sinister, you know, like Michael Jackson at the end of the Thriller video, right, you know? right, right, the scary yellow eye thing, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 that would have been hilarious. I mean, that's a different show. That's like yeah, Lost the horror show or something. Yeah. Like. I, I I like that one. I was into it, but yeah, it would have been it, it would have been uh, different from where, the way I'm used to thinking of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, it, I I feel like it it just raises the general question of like Christian Shepherd at the end. Like, who is that really? Is that I mean, he yeah. acts like Christian Shepherd, and I think we're emotionally supposed to take it as Christian Shepherd. But does it make any sense that it's Christian Shepherd? Yeah. Why isn't Christian Shepherd having his own flash sideways, learning his own lessons somewhere? Why does exactly. he have special privilege to join this flash sideways? Mm-hmm. Why does he know more than why does he know more than most people about how this all works? Yeah, yeah that's, guess guess who's in the best position to pretend to be Christian Shepherd? <laughs> you know, I mean he he scanned his memories you know, from before he knows Jack. So all the dialogue that he has with Jack, you know, Christian Shepherd has with Jack at the end is, you know, man in black could say that he knows exactly. Oh, yeah. What to say. oh uh, yeah. Uh, and it would, it's funny, this, this alternate theory, you could, you could, you could, uh, you could also, you know, a plus in its categories that explains why Christian never told Jack he has what it takes. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> said because it's not really him and that was our clue and carlton and damon expected us to get that i mean they even did the coffin thing which i thought was weird you know the empty coffin Mm -hmm. um which is a callback to a man in black thing not to a christian thing yeah so i always thought that that was a weird it's like i get why poetically but like in a real sense like why are you reminding me of when the man in black was christian instead of like something from a flashback when christian was still alive or something you know it's just it's odd yeah i think Christian Shepherd is wearing a black suit in that uh, scene, so I don't know if that makes him a man in black. Technically, you know, I think man in black Christian could wear any clothes he wanted to. That's my theory, at least. Well, yeah, I'm making a joke, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, there's evidence that he's the man in black because he's wearing a black suit. Oh, that's your point that it is the man in black. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Because there, there is a thing, like, he changes clothes at a certain point, and it's kind of weird. Because he yeah. was just wearing the suit for a while, but then, like, 
I, I remember even reading theories in the old days. There's like, there's two Christians. There's the formal one and there's the informal one. It's like, oh no, not the Ustedes version. Ustedes <laughs> <is> Christian. <laughs> <laughs> the Postpochos. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's what's weird about the show is you don't know what you watched um even after 15 years and um because yeah it it makes some sense that this isn't christian you know especially considering that you know man in black was defeated on the island you know um but you know a lot of times you know this is a horror movie trope but a lot of times you know the villain has that that second that second attack you know mm-hmm. uh, and it's almost like the flash sideways is the like he's not really dead you know right. you guys didn't really kill him and, and somehow he's he's here you know oh they have the sun thing too um when uh sun and and Locke are being wheeled into the hospital at the same time mm-hmm. and she looks over and she's like, it's him, it's him. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's a weird, it's a weird moment that they don't really ever go back to, but it, it was like kind of a, uh, kind, kind of a nod in that direction. It, it felt like they were supposed to be suggesting that she was like somehow associating Locke with the man in black version, mm-hmm. you know, like unconsciously or you know because she's like out of it because she's just been shot and she's getting wheeled to the hospital she's not like fully like cognizant of what she's saying or why but so it's like it's like it's some kind of deep subconscious reaction you know Mm -hmm. um anyway like it you know if they wanted to it could have fit in it is worth noting as well that i think it's just for practical reasons but the lock flash sideways coincides with a man in black on island story oh okay okay you know that's how they fit it together i mean i think it's mainly just because the same actor and because um they didn't have Locke on the island because he was dead yeah but uh uh but they there there is a little bit of a of a nod in the direction of like connecting the van of black with the flash sideways and yeah there's totally a show where you could end if you want to go with like the dark ending. It's just like the music and the way they play it. It's just hard to believe that that's the intention. You oh, know. Really? Have you ever seen a show where they give you the wrong impression of what the actual meaning is? Can you think of a show where that has happened before? <laughs> no, I can't. What What do you have in mind? <laughs> I don't either. I can't either. So it's exactly what it seems to be, and it can't be anything else. <laughs> it's just so like i it's again yeah it just goes back to what you want to believe you know like because isn't, like it just... isn't it a little too convenient by half that christian shepherd of all people show up in all places as the flash sideways ready to, to give them all the answers that they need hey hey guys stop questioning things there's no more questions like, don't ask any more questions. Thank you, Desmond, for waking them up early. But no more questions. We're all going to move on. That's what we're supposed to do. Uh, I just happen to know exactly what we're supposed to do. Who told me? You shut up, sir. Um, sit down. Yeah, sit down, Charlie. 
Um, like that's what they should have. They should have had Charlie say, "Guys, where are we?" You know. Oh God. <laughs> they um, could have done that. I'm yeah. surprised they didn't. To be honest. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. Where are we? That would have uh, made sense. Yeah. So I, I find that I find it uh, strange that um, now I want to believe that um, that was Man in Black and it was his plan. And uh, yeah. As you say that, you're also making me think like I uh, two other things occur to me. The other thing is like this is a general thing that we'll have to talk about more when we get to the finale. But you know, I really wanted Locke to like learn some of the stuff that happened after he died because like a lot of stuff happened and i feel like there should have been an awkward moment when christian comes in like you know like locks like oh it's the guy from the donkey wheel like you know like it's the guy from the cabin you know like what i told your son you said hello there he is yeah exactly yeah, like I just want some kind of recognition there. Well, that 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 begs the question about what information is available to you after your death. You know, a question we always ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and do you? Ma- I don't think you magically just know things, right? Just because you're dead, right? How would you just magically know things? So, I would imagine that yeah, a lot of stuff they're really wrong about right and i mean i really wish they would have been able to take the time to unpack some of those uh you know well like Locke should have been like what man in black impersonated me mm-hmm. <laughs> like of all yeah, people after, like what yeah, yeah well he didn't do any whittling did he <laughs> he did what oh no that's my trademark and he, and he, did he did he smile with an orange in his mouth? Okay, no, he didn't. Okay, good. Okay, I still that. Um, yeah, I that's well. Now we're just in the part of the podcast where I'm just upset. Where there's so many mm-hmm. things that I don't get that I'm just like I don't I'm know. Yeah, uh, I do that the big missed opportunity is is just. A bit of that record. Well, I know we talked a lot about that too, but it's that weird thing where it just seems to be a, a truism about life and metaphysics that after you're dead, you just don't care that much about figuring out the the mysteries of life, which is ironic, right? Because when these people were alive, they didn't care that much about right, it. right. So I guess right. why yeah 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 but that wasn't true of Locke, and i think that's that's one of the reasons why i wanted Locke to find out or to want to find out you know like because he died thinking he failed well that's earlier when you said uh you know that stuff that happened to the characters was important you were sure of that i'm like Locke? i don't know like he went through a lot of stuff and ended it and the, and the last thing he was thought was like i don't understand so yeah i know i know yeah against the lock doesn't fit in that general category and you know he greets jack when he comes in and they're like all smiles and it's like the last thing that happened between you two is he is jack was like you're just a crazy old man and raving about nonsense and then Locke goes to kill himself like it's just like how how are they just like chill about that like without talking it through you know 
Death. Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, just because, like, Jack did a fake afterlife surgery? Like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's that goes back to why I thought Jack, and I think he does say, doesn't Jack tell Man in Black Lock something when he's fighting? Yes. About my friend John or something. Yeah, yeah. They're, in the finale, there's some lines where he's like, you're not Locke, and you disrespect him by wearing his face. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's I think, is supposed to be Jack's end of reconciling their relationship, but the problem is Locke yes. doesn't get a it's, it's the Locke side. I accept that Jack would greet Locke, but I don't accept that Locke is just like, hey, Jack, good to see you again. It's just like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it doesn't help that like Locke failed on his last big mission to bring everyone back to the island. I mean, he failed sort of directly, and he succeeded indirectly because he mm-hmm. did going uh, right because he died. I guess he needed to die, um, or did he? But yeah, did. Um, <laughs> why did they need the shoes? Oh, oh boy no. oh the shoes shoes god the shoes so ridiculous i can't believe they did that i don't ugh, boy what a mess um that would have been great yeah. if, like in the church at the end jack looks down at christian's shoes and goes wait a minute my dad wears a size 11 not a size 12. <laughs> who are you imposter <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been interesting, right? If like the shoes that he had to specially get to get back on three sixteen to get back to the island, like that's a big you know mile marker for the show. Like that would have been so yep. crazy. That's the show I would have written that no one wants to see. Is where like right. the shoe detailed matter at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, four yeah. Later, he's like, "Those aren't the right shoes." <laughs> And then he's uh, like, yeah, yeah. And then man, and then Christian Shepard's like, "Mwah ha ha ha! You found me, but it's too late, Jack. I've captured you in my lair. This is the church. This is the evil afterlife. And once you walk through those doors, your souls will be mine. Don't you want to watch that? I mean, <laughs> oh my god, I know it's a cartoon, a kids' cartoon show, but like." <laughs> they were right there. They they did half the work. I just want to finish it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, in a way, like it makes more sense than what they did. So it has that going for it. Yeah, I think that is the special quality of the show, where things are more interesting when it makes less sense, which shouldn't be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 then you get in that. Well, is it still satisfying? Because I didn't understand it, and now it's not going to play out like I expected to, and then they're just going to burn it down or move on, right. and <laughs> without telling me what happened. So, but uh, speaking of this episode, we're about to cover. Um, I don't remember mm-hmm. much of it except for the really horrible ritual. Ah, uh, uh, yes. From Jacob about what's happening, being yeah, you know, one of the few times anyone has like sat down to explain anything campfire chat yeah <laughs> yeah and um yeah i remember that um but i don't remember much else from it because i haven't seen it in 10 years oh my god 
Wow. Well, you're in for a treat because there's definitely some infamous <laughs> moments. Yeah, I guess I should expect some more deaths. I don't know. I forgot uh, if there's any any big deaths in this episode. Mm, wow, I don't want to spoil it for you. What did they die for? Um, all right, you wanna you wanna jump into the podcast? I mean, jump let's, into the uh, episode. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right, let's do it. All right, everybody, get your streamers ready to stream with us. The, the episode of Lost called "What They Die For" six sixteen. Let's do this. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. Starting the episode in five, four, three, two, go. All right. Previously on, Previously on Lost. Dude, where'd that come from? Uh, Dude, where'd that come from? It's a great question. This is fucking bomb. Uh. Saeed, I can't believe that's the last time we see Saeed. Like, yeah. Yeah, Saeed's story in season six is so, so mangled. I love you, son. Speaking of mangled, whatever's holding Sun there, <laughs> I never, never really understood. File cabinet? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Why? Why is there a file cabinet? I need files. Underwater files. <laughs> oh boy. Another eye. How many eyes do you have, Jack? Hopefully not more than two. <laughs> this is weird. I I I'm not sure that I get this. I get it. Okay. <laughs> do tell, do tell. Oh, okay. Don't tell then. There's something with unconsciousness that gets you connected to the previous life and you know so like you said earlier with sun like kind of being in and out of it and she was misunderstanding who Locke was mm -hmm. uh, yeah so, and we know that they have a theme on the show about consciousness traveling right through through right. time um so i don't know i think i think that's what it is he, since he was sleeping he was able to pick up an injury that he has really? from the past. Now the yeah. harder question is why, how are the time offsets sure. working, right? Sure. Why did he get that injury from that time period versus a exactly. year two years later or whatever? So yeah, why now? Besides, I guess he's, we're getting to the end. How are you feeling? That's true. Good. That's true. Maybe that's supposed to be the reason, but it's still just so, I don't know. It just seems so arbitrary. It's like um, reality or the truth of of gotcha. the reality is creeping in. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely what it is. Oh, this is weird too. Weird. I, I, it's like I remember, I remember on the podcast talking about this. That it's like, it's like Desmond like steps in to like take care of the coffin, which is really strange. It's like he calls Jack and pretends to be from Oceanic, saying that they have found the coffin. No, and it's like, thing. how does he even know that? <laughs> <laughs> like, he said the same thing at the same time. 
Yeah, how does he <laughs> know that's a problem Jack has? Yeah, I, it's it's so confusing. Like, I and like even if he knew it was a problem, like they shouldn't yeah. be telling him that. Like, you how did that, he find out? Yeah, that really feels like the entire Flash Sideways is just a bunch of people Truman showing them, mm -hmm. like you know, like yeah, behind the scenes operating. It's like Cabin in the Woods, where it's like exactly. Well, pedestrian people operating in a fantastical world. Yeah, yeah. But I'm actually yeah. surprised that they revealed it was Desmond that early. So they mm -hmm. clearly told that. Yeah. So on the podcast, like this is the episode where I'm like, okay, Desmond is like doing something really crazy here, and so like something really crazy is going to happen in the Flash Sideways. That was as far as I was willing to go. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I remember that. It was hard to know what. We just have to kill him because for revenge. Not because, like, the world's mm -hmm. going to end or something. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's like... He's going to impart later, but he won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like... They don't even need that reason to kill him, so then it, it just really becomes irrelevant. I think that's the thing is char characters who aren't superheroes and who aren't action heroes who have a responsibility to save the world, I think that that's just so bigger than normal. And I think they want to keep the... Um, emotional tension and like what the reasons they're doing all these things closer to them and, and and more about protecting the immediate characters here and not this fanciful or a bigger concept of the whole world right uh, it seems to be really hard set on that of like never letting them say we're doing this to save the whole world right like that idea comes up early but it's not it's not a thing people are like we got to go back to the island to save the world right Right, we're doing it for our friends. We're doing it for ourselves. Yeah. Oh, right. Saeed said the thing about Desmond. So, yeah, that's something that is weird. So they just believe. They just believe him. Yeah. Yeah, they just believe him. He said that. Now, Saeed was a weird fucker the last time we saw him, guys. But now we're just going to listen to him. We're just going to let that go. Oh no. I know, I know. Oh, I know. Oh no. <laughs> oh, this wasn't a flash. Oh god. They really got us with that one. Damn. Yep. I think this is He crazy. was already in the yeah, okay. Yeah, he's already done it once. You wanna know who I am? Let me punch you in the face. The thing about pain and like um, consciousness that connects the two worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they clearly established that. That's true. Mm -hmm. I think it's now, crazy. Did, did he know Ben just got a flash? And that's right. It seemed like he did. Or if he didn't know he got a flash, it seemed like he was trying to make him have a flash. Yeah, but it's like, how would he know if he had a flash? He, he's just certain that that was enough pain. <laughs> Yeah. 
I don't know. This is crazy too. This group, it was like five episodes ago when they left. I lived in that house 30 years ago, uh, otherwise known as last week. Sorry, what did you say? This group left like five episodes ago. <laughs> to 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 go get the explosives to blow up the plane. There we go. Cookie jar. Ridiculous. It's in my secret room behind the bookcase. Secret room. Where someone told you you could summon the smoke monster. Oh boy. Yep. We're gonna get those lines soon. <laughs> there was a purge here. <laughs> yeah, I wish he was remembering that. That's yeah, probably the same thing last time. It's just, you know, I get wonky around dead stuff. Do you have something you want to share with us? I get wonky around dead stuff. Oh boy. Of course, cabin. What is it, Charlie? It's your daughter. Does Ben not remember? Who? What you say? <laughs> oh, he doesn't even know where. Oh, that's right. He yeah, they just left there. her body there, so it's like you buried her here. <laughs> and he didn't even. The... Ben never questioned it. That should have been the first thing he did when he came back to the island to quote unquote get judged. He should mm -hmm. be like, my... bury my daughter. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, this is just a toss-up thing. And it's like, shouldn't there at least be a grave marker or like some other's yes. ritual? Or it's just like, what, why is it just like next to the fence? You've seen it before, and that's a retcon, right? So he has to be like, it was always here, but in a way, no one would have ever seen. Right. Right. It's where I was told I could summon the monster. Oh boy. That's before I realized that it was the one summoning me. That's a line that we. It, I'm surprised they gave us. Me too. Me too. Even though it raises more questions than it answers, honestly. <laughs> like, who told you that, for example? Richard, it's your idea. Are we looking to triple? Yeah. Like, I love that passive phrasing, I was told. <laughs> like, 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 that's a, it's, it feels like a dodge. Like, like, no, but do tell. Well, it would have been it would have been Man in Black, and it would have been it should have been, yeah, and it would have been in the form of someone that he knew who died. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I would imagine. Don't move. Show me your hands. Down. Yeah, but it's just oh yeah, I remember Zoe's just like looking for a bowl or something. It's like really weird. Come on, Brendan. Shoot him. Yeah, <laughs> <I> coming. <laughs> well, you're already in. He's not a vampire. <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> He's gonna drink a okay. How does his plummy still work? That water cannot be fresh. Yeah. You got it. She's not going anywhere. If you don't Oh man, we had a long discussion about like take out the equipment and sink it, like what that meant. <laughs> It's like the simplest sentence could just turn into a whole thing. What are you doing here? <laughs> We're getting explosives to destroy the plane on the way out. You're doing what? Why would you want to do that? None of your damn business. I've had that plane rigged with explosives since I got here. It's like, why would you want to do that? I'm doing that. 
So they reveal that Widmore really did plant the explosives on the plane. But you, okay, listen, technicality, you hadn't seen him ever before. Wait, hadn't seen what before? Jacob. Oh, right. Yes. It's locked. I mean, the majority of his life. When he was the leader of the others, he didn't see Jacob. Run, get back here. I feel like he just had a loophole there where he made it seem like he'd been in yeah. regular contact. Right. Totally agree. But see, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Jacob told Alana everything she needed to do too, and it didn't work out so well. So yeah, and it's not going to work out that well for Winmore either. <laughs> His plans are yeah pretty uh, unreliable. I'm going to say anything about Alana like before, then we could piece together if maybe there's a reason she got that ending. Because mm -hmm. bad ending is not surprising. Right, that's true. I saw the man that ran you down, Mr. Lamp. He was bad. I approached him and he just... He beat me. Attacked me. And then the strangest thing happened. While he was beating me, I think, I think I saw... I saw him beating me in a different life. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> no matter what life I go to, he's beating me. My takeaway. He was trying to get you to let go. Uh oh. For some reason, I believed him. Because his fists were hurting me. Do you have any idea what he was talking about, Mr. Lamp? Does that mean something to you? Does my silence make you think it does? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, LAPD. Excuse me. Um. I'd like to see a detective, please. Through the get-up. Hmm. Let it die. The benefit of my dad's museum, the concert I've been telling you about all week. Ring a bell? Yeah, that's all I've been thinking about. You can still be my date if you want to. That redhead is here. Did they? Charlie. So they, yeah. they, did they do a switch with Miles? Where like no, I keep saying Miles. Wow. Even all, after all this time, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. That's just what my brain does with that name. Um. Because he was a scientist, and then in the Flash Sideways, he was a musician, right? Right. And here, uh, Chang was a scientist, and in here, he's a musician. Oh, they did the same thing. Was that right? No, he's not a musician. He's like a museum director. Oh, he's a museum director. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a museum benefit. Thanks for saving the taxpayers of trouble. Yikes. <laughs> the other thing I don't like about this is Desmond. Um, I don't like how smug he is. And I don't like how he's like the inverse of being claimed. Right, right. Like, just as like all 100% in, but like I just don't like how it's coming off. I don't like. Yeah, I don't. That's. In, yeah, I don't know. Dead. Why didn't you just kill him? It's a weird. It's a weird thing. Maybe it's one of his rules. 
because they're trying to make him really important and integral to everything. Yeah. We don't get the benefit of seeing this play out organically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think that's one of the main problems I have with how the Flash Sideways plays out in general is like the fact that it seems to be predicated on this like random thing that happened with Widmore. He killed him. Who's he talking about? Uh, so Sawyer was uh, Sawyer was blaming himself for setting off the bomb uh, um, on the sub and like the people dying and then Jack saying no 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 the man in black did it basically. Okay, this makes no sense. Yeah, so we had a long discussion about uh, Ghost Kid Jacob. Um, like, why is he appearing as a kid? Like, it's weird. Did we come to any conclusion? No, of course we didn't. Because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Give me the absenteeship from Alana's things after she died. I know they're in your pocket. Okay, you I'll give pocket? it to you if you explain what the point of Alana was. Yeah, right. Hey! Like, don't talk about Alana. <laughs> You're not going to say anything helpful. Yeah, imagine if that kid was like, my daughter, Alana. We're like, mm -hmm. what? Oh, God. Yikes. See, this is what I hate. Because now we don't know if that ash was integral to Jacob looking like this now. Yeah, I know. We talked We talked about it because it's like, oh, God. It's a hard thing to relitigate, but like, you know, he appears as adult Jacob to Hurley at the beginning of the season. Then we see Kid Jacob with the man in black. Don't tell me what I can't do. Sawyer sees him too. And then we see adult Jacob with Hurley and Jack again with the lighthouse. And then we see Kid Jacob again a couple of times with the man in black and other characters seeing him. And then now here they bring it back to Hurley, but it's kid Jacob, but he wants the ashes and then he becomes adult Jacob again. Anyway, on the podcast, I have the theory that there were actually two of them <laughs> that were connected somehow. Oh man. Yeah, well, one could be time traveling. I think, yeah, that would that would make some sort of sense. He's gonna find yeah, something like that. Great plans, but I'm gonna go with surviving. But clearly, there was only one there, right? The little one, the kid turned into the, the big one. Put the ashes on the fire, and now he was big. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, could he just do that anytime, or was it the ashes? I have no idea. It's not. Clear. I think it's the ashes because he said once once this burns out, I'm I'm gone. So I feel he like does say that. I yeah, undeniable. What he's doing in a general way is making himself visible to everybody. As yeah, an adult Jacob for a period of time. Yeah, I know this. It's just weird that he could be adult Jacob Ghost appearing to Hurley, but he could be kid Jacob Ghost appearing to everyone. But to be adult Jacob Ghost appearing to everyone, he needs the ashes. Like that just seems so arbitrary. Like what? <laughs> why is that? Why is that a thing? His low power Jacob, you know, maybe he can't interact with things or some while well, he took the ashes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to it. Something's happening here. 
to Jacob goes, yeah, so Richard, like, Richard is ridiculous in the scene. He's like, oh, all he wants is for me to go with him. And it's just like, oh boy, you're really behind the times here. And this is what he gets. So wait, what happened? Richard's Man like, like, they see Locke show up. And they're and they're like, okay, Whitmore, you hide in here. And Richard's uh, Miles is like, I'm gonna run. And Richard and Ben are like, no, uh, I'll go out and talk to him, basically. Mm -hmm. And Richard's like, oh, he just wants me to come with him. And then the smoke monster just knocks him out. And yeah, now he's here. <laughs> Why would he think that? I because like at the beginning of the season, he's like he takes Richard and puts him in a bag, and he's like. I want the same thing I always wanted, Richard, for you to come with me. And he's talking about leaving the island. So I, I think that's where he gets it from. But it's just, he's just like, he just hasn't, he doesn't know what's happened since then and how that was a manipulation. To kill some people for me, Ben. And why would I do that? Because once I leave this island, you can have it all to yourself. But does he want it all to himself for a moment? No. I think that's a great question. This Ben stuff at the end is weird. And do you know where I might find him? He's hiding in my closet. That look. Yeah. Do I know? Do I know? I brought him here for you, buddy. <laughs> Twice in two lifetimes. You're like the, the nicest guy ever. I guess they had me confused with somebody else. Well, you shouldn't be driving. My mom's waiting for me over there. Let us give you a ride home. Oh, no. I'm not going to be any trouble for you. Buck Lyons, please. You've got one hand. <laughs> Excellent point. Look who looks like Napoleon. Napoleon? No, Wait, did Napoleon only have one hand? <laughs> I think I don't know my history that well, but I think she's referencing a painting where he's standing like that. Okay, okay. I think I don't know history. Oh, that's really not We insist. Even if we have to kidnap you. I mean it literally. <laughs> Yeah, this was weird. Rousseau here. Um, what is what, what is this? Yeah, this is weird. This is yeah. This is also part of where I believe like these people, you know, none of whom are going to be in the church are really there. Hmm. Mm, I see. So the real Rousseau is in a flash sideways doing some other bullshit. And this is his version of a Rousseau. There's a fine line, but yeah. kind of. You're the closest thing to a father she's ever had. Oh, I've known her for one semester. <laughs> I think that's literally true. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was trying to make a joke, and I was like, wait, I think it probably hasn't really been that long. Yeah, it's like bleeding over, sort of. It's mm-hmm. weird. I'm sure it's the onion. Yeah, cooked but onions usually make, make you cry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> onions cooked hours ago make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally, please, I don't want to stand behind in front of you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> his lady friend. His lady friend? Yeah, that's great. But I'm guessing that's not a problem for you. Hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to see this. You don't need to see this. Ah. I want to see this. Ew. I think he wants to hear the conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I want to witness the carnage. So it's. I mean, Widmark did he really trust Ben not to give him up immediately? He really shouldn't have, but I don't know. I mean, they I didn't. mean, I guess he didn't have any choice. But yeah, yikes! Yeah, big and powerful Widmore hiding in the closet, just standing there like a rat, like a rat. <laughs> Dead. So dead. Don't talk to him. Don't say anything. Why would you do that? You told her not to talk to me. That made her pointless. There's no charm. Well, she didn't have to listen, but anyway. So there's only one way to motivate me to tell me what I want to know. Soon this will all be over. Which is what exactly? And the entire world will end. It's an end. First thing I'm going to do is kill your daughter. And then everyone else in the world. Okay, but here's what's weird, though. Kill her whether I talk to you or not. No, I won't. Yeah, see, he doesn't want to kill her because he's evil. Yep. He's using it as leverage. Exactly. I know. It's a different ball game. A very different ball game. Yeah. And then, the, and then you know, Widmore's big speech about like every every daughter in the world will die if he gets off yeah. this island. It's like it's like this calls into question if he even believes that. Yeah, because he he just like caves here with a threat to Penny specifically. Where it's like if it doesn't matter, you yeah. know, uh, what you do if he gets off, like the whole world's over, like everybody dies. <laughs> Me. Then who cares? Yeah, this is oh boy. Like, why are you cutting deals? Damn, Ben. That's why Ben wanted to be here. Absolutely. Why'd you go and do that? He doesn't get to save his daughter. That's another reason why the Alex thing came up, so he can remember yep. he had a daughter. Exactly. Yeah. Cease to amaze me. Fortunately, he had already told me what I needed to know, so no harm done. But 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 are you gonna kill his daughter or not? Because that'll that that's what Ben cared about. He's never gonna talk about it again, so who knows? <laughs> who knows? Would he would he have killed Penny? We'll never know. Let alone anyone else. It's just weird that Ben Woodmore got to save his daughter. 
Yeah, or did he? I guess he did, in the sense that he's not going to kill Penny because he won't get off. But well, but he said he told me what I needed, so he fulfilled his bargain. I mean, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Assuming he would keep his word and the world isn't going to end, blah blah blah. Then yeah, I guess I guess it's a deal. So somehow this makes him visible, everybody. Wait, you can see him? Yeah, I can see him. And he's an asshole. <laughs> see that asshole over there? <laughs> You're the one who wrote our names on the wall. I am. More like carved. Sun and Jin Kwan and Saeed Jirao, you wrote their names on the wall? Yes. Is that why they're dead? I'm very sorry. I can't answer that. <laughs> I feel sorry. Dave? No, I want to know why. There are no whys here. The Sun and Jin and Saeed didn't die for nothing. This is what they died for. You want to know that, but <laughs> what makes you think I can tell you that? Yep. Come and sit down, and I'll tell you what they died for. Oh, that's how you know. <laughs> tell you that. What I think they died for, let's say. I'll tell you why I chose mm -hmm. them, and why I chose you, and why you'll die too. <laughs> and then I'll tell you everything you need to know about protecting this. Island. Which is very little. By the time that fire burns mm -hmm. out. One of you is going to have to start doing it. Lost. Wow, they cut the Hurley first. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they definitely foreshadow the Hurley thing if you know to look for it. Nice. There's another yeah, cut to Hurley. Yeah. Hi, I'm here to let go. <laughs> you got a minute? That's not far from Lock, what's yes. going to happen. Big picture. <laughs> yes, that's uh, last Thanksgiving. Looks just like you. That's how genetics works. Don't tell him that. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I know. So, what can I do for you, Mr. Lock? Dr. Shepard, you and I were on the same plane as Miss Lee. You gave me your card. Next day, I threw it away. No good. I'm taking it. Anyway, then a few days later, I get hit by a car. And of all the doctors in Los Angeles, I ended up with you. Then a after you saved my life, you still want to fix me. And I still don't want to be fixed. Okay. Then. Third time. The man who ran me down shows up at my school today again beat up a teacher in the parking lot but you know what he said to him he said that he wasn't there to hurt me he was there to help me let go which is exactly the same thing that you said to me the last time you and i saw each other. and you know what happens when you get a group of coincidences together you get meaning you get meaning <laughs> if you choose to exactly Maybe this is happening for a reason. Maybe you're supposed to fix me. Mr. Locke, I want to fix you, but I think you're mistaking coincidence. I'm a man of science, you see. <laughs> but here I am. And I... 
to start? <laughs> the beginning. I don't know why you brought us to the island. How about how you brought us to the island? Oh, he's not going to say that. I brought all of you here because I made a mistake. Oh, no. What a bad way to start. <laughs> a mistake I made a very long time ago. And now, because of that, there's a very good chance that every single one of you and everyone you've ever cared about is going to... Why do you say that? <laughs> And why would you ask about the mistake and not the dying part? Yep. I know. I'm responsible. They're not going to ask the hard questions because they're not going to answer them. I made him that way. And ever since then, he's been trying to kill me. It was only a matter of time before he figured out how. And when he did, someone would have to replace me. And that's why I brought you all here. Tell me something, Jacob. Why do I got to be punished for your mistakes? What made you think you could mess with my life? I was doing just fine until you dragged my ass to this damn rock. No, you weren't. I hate conversations like this. Where he gets to ignore <laughs> the beginning of what Sawyer said because yeah. he finds one thing to harp on. Yep. Yep. And it seems like, to prove the point. Yeah. You're wrong about this one thing, and therefore. That justifies. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, yes, I'm so glad someone said that. Were you more alone when you got brought to the island? (laughs) Yes. Why did you cross my name off of the wall? Because you became a mother. And mothers aren't allowed to protect things. Actually, they are. He doesn't even care. It's weird. It's the line. It's just Kate. It's just chalk, girl. It's just chalk. It didn't really mean anything. It's like he just assumed. Oh well, she probably won't want to do it. <laughs> She's like, busy. That was it. So why did he say that, Jacob? But now your mama said you got to protect it from the men coming here. I know what your mama said. I know, but but mama was talking about mm, yeah. Mama never said you have to protect it from your own brother. It's like you have to protect it from him right now. But in general, he yeah. doesn't want it right now. He's not after the light. He sort of is. I mean, only incidentally. <laughs> That was the alternate title of this show. Only incidentally. I want you to have the one thing that I was never given. You had a choice. Yep, none of us chooses it. And this ends very badly. Well, that's a shitty choice, then. But see, he says badly, but but is that the badly where everybody dies? Or is that a different thing? I assumed it is, but yeah, I don't know. Well, this is easy, Jack. Of course you'd do it. This is why he's here. This is what I'm supposed to do. Is that a question? Is that a question? Is this Jeopardy, Jacob? <laughs> no. This is what, what I'm is, supposed to do? What is the thing I'm supposed to do? <laughs> and it's time. For a fake ritual. <laughs> yeah, we had a whole thing about the ritual. You were like, I don't believe this incantation matters. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't even wine, like it's like yeah. whatever. Complex before. Yeah, I know. What do you say? Thought that guy had a god complex before. 
<laughs> There's the hurry line right there. I'm just glad it's not me. Beyond that field, across the ridge, the heart of the island. That's where the light is. <laughs> Jack looked. That's where he's trying to go. And that's what you have to protect. Why wasn't he going there before? Bamboos. There's nothing out there. Yes, there is, Jack. And now you'll be able to get there. Now, or you mean after the ritual? Now, like shortly after I make. Yeah, shortly after the ritual is what it should mean. Yeah. Yeah. I hate yeah. words. They're so <laughs> imprecise. <laughs> Soon is what he should have said, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a whole thing about this cup. There was actually a deleted scene where Jack gets the cup. Well, he's not going to get the cup? No, just like why he has a cup in this scene. Oh. They, they explained it. it. Gotcha. Because he wasn't just carrying around a cup before. How long am I going to have to do this job? A <laughs> couple days. As long as you can. Yeah. Weekend, long shift. Maybe it's like a day and a half. It's pretty quick. Because it's night right now. And it ends during the day. So yeah, I think it's actually like less than a day. Mm -hmm. Only because he dies. Well, yeah, exactly. So that's <laughs> as far as he can. Yeah. Can't do it when you're dead. Now you're like me. So does Jacob know this is bullshit? Or, or is he convinced that it is true? <laughs> that this mattered and this is meaningful and it's for real? I feel like he's supposed to believe it, but I really you know don't know. He knows he's doing a different ritual. He thinks he has the power to choose the components of the ritual. I guess so, yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's like vaguely similar. <laughs> Real nice having you on. Ship me off to county. So, best of luck. Bye, Sambini. You should still let me go. Freckles. Because I told you what happened. And you didn't know. Doesn't matter. Just gonna let you go and look Come on, cop, not a robber. You must have meant the cop to me. Nice knowing you. What do cops seem like? <laughs> not like Sawyer's. Yeah, well. I think it's time to leave. What? I said I think it's time to leave. What? What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's your face? What'd you turn yourself in for? I ran over a guy in a wheelchair. You see what I mean? All right. I'm crazy. But you want to get out of here or not? So what are you just gonna tell the driver to stop? The driver already knows where to stop. But when that happens, you're gonna have to give me your trust. Our trust. That's right. Because after I set you free, I'm going to ask each of you to do something. And you're going to have to promise me that you'll do it. What happens if we break our promise? <laughs> so what do you say? Well, absolutely, I promise. How about you? Okay, sure. All right, then. 
But did you really want to get out of there knowing you could get in more trouble? I mean, neither of you yeah. have anything to go. So what are you talking about? How is this is why you're in jail in the first place? Is your short-term thinking? Who is you? And then this bitch shows up. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to say I shot all of you trying to escape. Don't worry, we'll be here. So how does Desmond know to go find Anna Lucia, the cop, to hire her? to do this part of the job where she picks them up. How does he is intuitive? Did he even meet her on the island ever? Like, how no. does he know? No, we that talked about that. He never even knew Anna Lucia. He could have heard about her from someone else, but uh, <laughs> I've heard you're a killer, Anna Lucia. They never spoke. Cause he leaves before the tail section gets there and she's dead before he comes back. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. You never met. Anyways, here's your money. 125 grand, right? That's a lot of money for this job you just did. It's a lot of money for that. It's more than the going rate, let's just say. I brought you my Camaro. The keys are another format. Everything else needs in the trunk. All right, good. Um, you know where you're taking him, yeah? Absolutely. All right, well, we should get going. Okay, you're with him. You're with me. What do you mean I'm with you? We are going to a concert. Yeah, this is the other thing I don't like is it's 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 too planned out. When did he time to have time to plan all this? And how is yeah. he so in touch with all of the, the 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 things that are happening here? Yeah, it's like he got the manifest and then he made this elaborate plan. Like he hooked up with Hurley and then Hurley's like the bankroll and yeah, yeah. it's like a heist film. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Why do you bother walking? I like to feel. The no, you don't. Reminds me of. Mm, okay, I'll buy that. We're here. You thirsty? Well, well, well. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Need the well. I see Desmond Hume in here. What's the matter? I sent Saeed to kill Desmond. Obviously, he didn't. What if he killed him and then drug the body up and then buried him? <laughs> or he could have pulled him out and then someone they shot him. him. Mm -hmm. No, Ben, someone helped me out. What did Woodmore say to you? He said Desmond was a failsafe. Jacob's last resort in case, God forbid, I managed to kill all of his beloved candidates. One final way to make sure that I never leave this place. Then why are you happy that he's still alive? Because I'm going to find Desmond. And when I do, he's going to help me do the one thing that I could never oh, do myself. I'm going to destroy the island. So Desmond is the key to him not leaving and also the key to him destroying the island. Yeah. Sounds like no. to me, if I was to put two and two together, he's not going to leave because the island's going to be destroyed. I, 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 so, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I have a lot of questions about that. Um, okay. Oh my God, I don't even know where to start. Uh, so one thing I just want to say is like, it's kind of weird. It's like he intuits 
what Desmond could do. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what we see in the finale with what Desmond does, it, it does seem like the island is being destroyed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, compared to like the, the real world stuff that everybody talks about, like we don't see anything about that, but we do see like, parts of the island crumbling off and everything shaking and like it actually yeah. seems like something significant is happening to the island and and uh when he has his final battle with jack he's uh he's standing on the edge of a cliff looking at the boat so i think uh his plan was to destroy the island and then sail away on the boat yeah the problem is though many problems here what I don't understand, so it's like all of a sudden right now, the light cave becomes important to his plans. He never yeah. before cared about it. Indeed. Um, even though he, in some sense he came out of it, so he should kind of know, uh, actually mother told, didn't, yeah, mother told them both what was down there, right? Or did she yeah, tell yeah. She told both of them, yeah. Because he, he, so he knows the, about the concept of the light cave. He does, he knows yeah. more about the inner workings of the island and the light and the water than, like, anybody, right? He's got Indeed. That's why he's special, right? Yep. So when he says we're going to destroy the island, like, yeah, you're right. He intuits how he could use Destin to do that. And, and we buy that because we know how he understands the island. But what's weird is that he didn't ever want to destroy the island before. Right. So the, the biggest thing we know about Man in Black that we're told in his mythology is that he wants to leave the island, and when he does, the entire world will be destroyed. Presumably, mm-hmm. he would think the island as well. Right. Um, so it's weird that now the, everything hinges on Desmond, who who can who is the failsafe to stop him from leaving, which would mean the island is both uh not destroyed and man in black is around or or at least he's not left so maybe he's dead but he's not left the island right but also there's right. a way where desmond can destroy the island but not destroy the entire world right because if you destroy the entire world then what's the point where right? do you have to go yeah yeah so uh, that's crazy that's probably the most lost <laughs> I think that's that's a that's a doozy. I mean, in one quick few sentences, they set up the two most diametrically opposed plot points around one character in the island and what that character can that's insane. And it's built on top of all of the most important parts of Man in Black and the whole concept of the island, the concept of the button. And the Swan Station, all that stuff, all of that is hinging on this, on Desmond, you know. And like Miss Hawking said, President Button was the most important thing he's ever going to do. Well, hey, did you hear about this? <laughs> did you hear about this? <laughs> yeah, we totally talked now? about that. Yeah, because I mean, like, damn, uh, this seems like it's way more important. And yeah, and my thing is like, I have a lot of things. Why didn't he just? <laughs> is i guess i guess we have to say and this is what we do most of the podcasts is like do the work for them of making oh yeah them yeah we have but to they're not gonna do it to. yeah we want to sleep at night so we have to <laughs> um, it seems like 
they're making the case that Man in Black didn't want to destroy the island before this moment because he had no way to. Or right. at least hadn't thought of using Desmond in this way. Yeah. Uh, maybe he didn't know Desmond. Whatever he he understands Jacob saying he's a failsafe to mean, he understands Desmond has some quality now that he either didn't know before De- that Desmond had or he didn't care about it before because he didn't want to actually destroy the island. Even though he dearly wants everyone on the island dead, regardless of who they are, but he doesn't right. really care if the island proper is still around. Right. That doesn't matter. He just wants to leave the island. Now, a normal story would have been he has to destroy the island to leave. He's got to get to the light cave to leave. The light cave is the key to him leaving. So that would have always been his plan. His loophole would have been, how do I get to the light cave? Right? Right. Like, I got to get killed. You know, I got to do all this stuff with killing the protector and killing the candidates just so I can get back to the light cave so I can finally get the power to leave. Like, that's a normal story. That's not the story we've had up until this moment. And now he's like, oh, there's a Desmond around and he's a failsafe? Aha! I don't just want him dead so that my normal plan will go unimpeded. I've got a new plan now. Yeah. (laughs) This show is insane. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I just want to pile on that with a few other things. Uh, uh, so, uh, you, you kind of were zeroing in on the fact that Jacob in his fireside chat, like basically says, you know, you have to protect the light from the man in black. And you correctly brought up the fact that like, it doesn't seem like he's trying to do anything with the light. And it's a hundred percent true that this entire season, he hasn't tried to do anything with the light ever. Yep. And yeah, it, but it's weird that after that we get this scene where it's like, oh no, 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 I totally want to destroy the island. But it's like, it's like, did Jacob know he was just suddenly gonna change like course? Like, or, or did he know that Saeed wasn't going to or didn't kill Desmond, and therefore Desmond would be in play, and therefore Man in Black would hear about Desmond being in play, and therefore Man in Black would want to get to the light cave? Like, is he is he is he playing four D chess like that? Well. And yeah, the other thing I was going to bring up, which is related, is isn't it weird that Jacob doesn't even mention Desmond ever in that entire discussion? He never says a word about Desmond. And they actually bring that up in the final episode. Like, Jacob didn't say anything about Desmond. It's weird because he's so pivotal. It seems like it's true that Widmore talked to Jacob and that Jacob sent Desmond there, but why wouldn't he tell Jack that? Like, why wouldn't he tell the candidates that? Isn't that important? Like, he just wants them to figure it out? Like, I wish I was good at game theory because I feel like there's a concept here almost like you want to make the opposition think a piece that you have is important. So you put rumors out there that that's your most important piece, but when in reality, it's it's just a distraction. It's mm-hmm. almost like what's happening with Jacob, which is right. like, well, why didn't he say he told... Um, so wait, what's the chain of events? He told... He told... Oh, he told Widmore that Desmond... He told Widmore. Yeah. Which, okay. Which already is like... Not a guy that was really on Jacob's side, you know, so sort of the bad guy team he told that story to. But he did want, I think, 
Desmond to come to the island. Okay, so he did get that that from Widmore. Probably. Um, Assuming yeah. Widmore's telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So he did say, okay, Widmore coming to the island, bring Desmond. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out at what point does Jacob... Who else did he do? Who else did he say that Desmond was important to? Because what's the? It's like a game of telephone. <laughs> so Widmore. So so Jacob told Widmore. Then Widmore told Ben. Man in black. Oh, yeah. Man and yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, Man in black tells Ben. But so actually, uh, as I read the line, like it gets a little bit even more convoluted because what he actually says is that Desmond was Jacob's last resort in case he managed to kill all his candidates. So mm-hmm. that suggests that Jacob's plan, and I guess this fits in with what we were talking about earlier in terms of Jacob's plans, like not working correctly. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the, maybe the reason he didn't tell the candidates about Jacob or about Desmond was because uh, he didn't actually intend for them to use Desmond, even though they do. And it works. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because he viewed Desmond as a resort if they were all killed, but they weren't. So he didn't think he needed Desmond. I don't know what he intended for them to do. Uh, yeah, it's a weird plan because it's like, well, if you, why not keep Desmond in a safer place then? Uh, mm-hmm. you know, or why not tell Widmore, like, make sure no matter what you do, you keep Desmond in a safe place. He's the failsafe. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And Woodmore just was like torturing the dude. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird series of plans. I would God man, I don't understand how they write stories. It's we never get a correctly executed plan, like no. ever. No. It's like every time they do something, and you know, there's a thing in Harry Potter about this, like, when has one of our plans ever worked? Like, it's like I know that's a thing that mm-hmm. happens in stories in general mm-hmm. but i feel like loss just pushes that to another level where it's like there's like failed plans within failed plans like it's yeah. so it's hard to even untangle like what the plan was yeah because <laughs> yeah. you only see the broken version of it mm-hmm. you know and that it feels like that's what we get this whole time so i'm just i'm trying to understand and i i guess I guess it's it doesn't I still can't even make sense of it. It's like what was Desmond supposed to do if like say all the candidates are dead, right? Now what does Desmond do? Like he pulls the cork out and then the island is destroyed and, and then how, the man he, of- how is he supposed to know that? How is he supposed to know to do that? Who's supposed to tell right. him? Right. Widmore is supposed to tell him maybe. <laughs> you know, so why when would he have already told him by now? Because like Widmore can die at any moment. He should have. He should have. He, so he said. I remember uh, earlier in the season. Uh, he when he like puts Desmond in the in the shack and like you know sends him <laughs> to the afterlife for a little while. Uh, he says like I'm going to do this test and then if it works, I'm going to ask you to make a sacrifice. So I feel like, and, you know, Desmond gets kidnapped by Saeed shortly after the test. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. we never get the follow-up. But I guess I would conclude from that that the what would have happened if Saeed hadn't shown up is Wimmer would have told Desmond, okay, here's what you're going to have to do. Gotcha. You know? That makes sense. And that's nice and straightforward. You go and pull the plug. He loses his power. 
Yeah. He either dies or he's at least able to be killed. Yeah. While the plug is unpulled. But but doesn't yeah, so, the plug also destroy the island? Well, that's the problem, right? So I guess he would have to plug it in too. And and I guess what ends up happening is that Desmond doesn't plug the thing back in because Jack wants to do it. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, maybe what should have happened is Widmore takes Desmond to the to the light, he pulls a plug. Widmore's team kills Man in Black, and then Desmond puts the plug back in to avoid the island being destroyed. Because I feel like if the plan, if Jacob's plan is destroy the island, that's ridiculous. It can't be because he's doing candidates here, right? I mean, that that's his. Oh, you're saying okay, definitely not his first plan. Des, uh, uh, Jacob's failsafe plan fail is what I mean, and also should not be that. Yeah. Yeah, because like he's it's supposed to be protecting no, the island, and that's what the dialogue is. The dialogue is it's his fail safe to keep him from leaving, not just to like yeah. destroy everything. So, exactly, that, yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, you know, I've never put that together. <laughs> what, like, just that sequence of events, like, that never made sense to me. It's like that makes more sense to me than probably any Honestly, part it's of the most straightforward thing that we've ever heard. <laughs> Like, oh, Desmond, the plan is if all the candidates get killed, you go pull the cork and then he can be killed. And then, because you, and that's what I was going to say is Des, uh, Jacob is it, is he at least, he maybe either knows Desmond can pull the cork because he turned the Felsafe key at the Swan and survived, or that's the reason he can pull the cork because he got zapped with Felsafe electromagnetic energy before. Or something like that. So there's some reason that that Des that Jacob thinks Desmond is the right person for that job. Okay. But what's funny is we get another callback to when Man in Black in the guise of Christian Shepherd told uh, Locke to move the island, and then Ben ended up doing it. So right. you get this, like you know, it, there's this weird thing where when 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 one dude goes to the bowels <laughs> of the island to like fiddle with things um some other dude goes and does it instead and then the plan goes potentially awry but we don't really know because it was the wrong dude fiddling with things so right um right so it's weird how they did they they played that card again yeah yeah and i'm just trying i'm just trying to think through what the non-failsafe plan is i think that's the part i don't understand i think the non-failsafe plan is the candidate survived and Man in Black just stays on the island, and he—I guess he just keeps trying to kill them. But I guess the problem in really, really understanding the the normal plan, you know, Plan A deeper is we don't even understand why he was unable to kill Man in Black. I'm sorry, why Man in Black was unable to kill Jacob to begin with, right? Because because you'd have to wonder, well, what's what's the status quo if Plan A works out, right? The candidate, you know, Jacob is dead, right? He 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 christens Jack as the new protector of the island. And let's just say that's it. Man in Black doesn't go after anybody or whatever. He still wants to leave, but but no like climax of the show, right? So 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 the candidates still survive, Jack's still around, and the other people are still around. And then Man in Black just can't leave because there's a protector. Okay, now if he wants to leave, he's got to kill all the candidates. And then he but I but I to my point, like is he now still barred from killing Jack? Because Jack is the protector. Right. Does not he need clear. a new loophole? And that's the part that's not clear. Because if not, then it's just like, hey, I can kill anybody anytime. It was just yeah. Jacob that was a special case. 
and you're not Jacob, so I can kill whoever's the new protector. Therefore, it seems like you always need a failsafe. You will always eventually need it because he will never stop trying to kill people to get off the island. And unless there is a unique you can't kill the protector role, which I don't think there is, because um, I kind of, I mean, that's the thing Jacob could have told Jack, hey, by the way, he can't kill you, buddy. You know, like right. that would have really, you know, deflated the stakes, obviously. Indeed. Um, but I also don't think it's true because I think it's a fucking thing mother made up and I don't think it was real. Um, I think she just said that for control <laughs> uh, and to keep them in, a, in an equilibrium when, where there will always be one of them, you know. Um, but uh, but even that part's messy, right? Like the one who, sh- who she wants to protect the island is the bad one. Right, right. He's the one who's special. The good one's of not course. even special, but he's the one who gets the special privilege. It's like... The way the way they're they're writing is so consistently messy, and the messy is not really the right word, but just it the the, the tone and the voice and the characteristics characteristics like are really consistent. The way you know they paint their painting on the show is really consistent, and it's really weird the entire time. And uh, I think we'll spend another fifteen years trying to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, just to add to your your point, um, uh, and and really to to kind of ruin things a little bit. Um, so Jacob does say. So there's this little exchange where Jacob says, you know, you have to protect the the light from him. We talked about that already. And then he says, you must do what I couldn't, what I wasn't able to do. And then Jack says, you want us to kill him? Is that even possible? And Jacob says, I hope so, because he's certainly going to try to kill you. So I, I take it from that, that he, he actually could kill Jack, that um, whether there's rules or not, um, mm-hmm. they, they're not going to apply anymore. Even though, like, if Mother could set rules, I don't know why Jack can't set rules, but let's just set that aside and say that he could mm-hmm. kill Jack, right? Mm-hmm. And that Jacob, because he basically says that, like, no, you have to kill him because otherwise he's just going to, like, keep trying to kill you all. Like, but he did. But he is using that that not quite affirmative voicing because he's going to certainly he is certainly going to try. Mm-hmm. Does it mean he's going to succeed? <laughs> is he is he capable? Um, but he does say you must do what I couldn't, you know, and mm-hmm. and it seems like a confirmation that that means but kill his, him. But that I think that means kill him. But 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 the problem with those words, what I couldn't do and what I wasn't able to do, is still doesn't clear why, because that could mean he tr- like you know you can have those same sentences and it could be a story where he tried to kill him every day for two thousand years. Oh yeah 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 yeah. But it's like that's not what happened, and so it's still not clear. Like, were you not able to because of the rules? <laughs> Cause, or right. did you even want to kill him? I mean, he didn't want to kill him, right? I mean, he didn't care about Man in Black existing. And he also right. never said, he also didn't care about innocent people to the degree that he said, hey, if you don't stop killing random people who show up on this island, I'm going to kill you. Like, he, right. he never said that. Of course, he didn't say that because he didn't think he could kill him. That was what right. said. But, right. <laughs> nevertheless... It's this weird, this is what's weird about this show is like this sentence I could talk about for an hour. 
because <laughs> how it doesn't make any sense when you connect it to all the other things. He never wanted to kill him outright. But to say, you you must do what I couldn't, what I wasn't able to do. Also, I wasn't really trying, but I wasn't able to because of rules, which is why I wasn't trying, but I also didn't have it a goal anyway. It, you know, <laughs> it's so weird, man. I yeah. don't understand it. It's, it, it's, it, it yeah. does something to my brain that I'm sure it does to your brain and anyone else's brain mm-hmm. who's listening right now. <laughs> Where, um, yeah, I just can't reconcile that. You know, other lines like this, I could say that's bad writing or it doesn't make sense or this is how it makes sense um, and, like, put it to bed. But this is just, like, I want to punch Jacob in his mouth because, like, (laughs) this doesn't make any sense. You're making it seem like, oh, I'm the noble Jacob who is um, battling tirelessly against, you know, evil incarnate for centuries and Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. And now you must take up the mantle to protect Mm -hmm. Earth from this monster. And it's like, dude, that's not the life you were living. You were weaving tapestries in a foot. (laughs) You didn't care when he was, when he was like killing people on the outside of the island. But I, I don't get it. So it's like, I don't know who they want Jacob to be, you know, who the show wants us to think he is. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. The characterization is weird and inconsistent. Yeah. No, I totally agree. So I, but the, the other point I wanted to make about this line, just while I'm here, is in terms of the non-failsafe plan, right? In terms of the plan where the candidates don't die, right? So he's got Jack as a protector. He says, you need to kill him, basically. But he doesn't mention Desmond. So so I go back to like, so then what what does he expect them to do? It seems like after he picks who the the new protector is, that he would tell them that. That's, That's what I would expect at this point is he would say, cool, now you're the protector. This is how you kill him. But right. it's going to happen. Yeah, he just tells him where the light is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't... That doesn't. I don't think Jacob knows. I, I think he's intuiting all this. That's why he says, I hope so. I honestly don't think he even knows what they're supposed to do, like, logistically, like, in a, in a, in a, in a micro sense. Um why would but what he about the Desmond plan? I think he's like, Desmond needs to go to the light. That's all I got, y'all. Like, that's, <laughs> that's all he's going to say. Like, I I think he's intuiting this stuff. And, um, and, and that's it. Like, what else do you want from him? He hasn't defeated a smoke monster before. Like, he doesn't know, like, what... He hasn't moved the cork before. So he doesn't know what it really does. It's just this weird, like, deep intuition based, I guess, through their powers that they have, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, it reminds me of that Arntz thing about, like, oh, monsoon season is coming. Like, it would have been interesting if, like, intuition as a specific thing was some sort of power. I mean, I know it, it comes in a general sense with some of the, the special people, Um a general idea of an intuition, you know, like if you were talking right. to dead people or, or can hear the last thing they thought or whatever, it's some something of like intuition, but, but you know what yeah. I mean? If, 
if the arts thing had proven to be true or something and it's like oh well one of the things on the island or whatever if you're special or have powers is like real intuition or something so then you could say okay well that's why people who are connected to the island have these strong intuitions you know when Locke is like walking around he's like it's gonna rain right now yeah 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 like all that kind of stuff I wish that that had been a little bit stronger but when there is no island that's like oh well it's because this connection to the island is strong or he's aligned with this path whatever like bullshit (laughs) you want to come up with like put a framework around these random events uh you know without that you can't really you don't really have that to really work with you know um but i wish that was a thing and then you could then i think it'd be easier in this these scenes to be like yeah jacob's just like how does jacob know his ash will do what it's gonna what he says it's gonna do when he puts it on the fire because i'll 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 tell you or, or a secret when when uh when uh, Ben stabbed him and Locke threw him in the fire, his ass was burning then. Mm-hmm. So was that also a time that he was visible to everyone as a ghost? We he- talked about that on the podcast. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's a good point. It's weird. We talked about, like, is that why the Man of Black kicks him into the fire? Like, was it supposed to, like, you know, prevent this from happening but then like they collect the ashes but it's like they burn the the ashes burn which is weird because ashes are what happened after you burn something here's the thing i just figured out i just figured out why burning ash makes sense okay in a sense (laughs) we were just talking about how the connections between these realities comes through your consciousness you know but it comes through like pain pain is is a thing that can like soften the barrier between the worlds right and i think that's something like an analogy to burning an ash so the your the the physical remnants of your body being mm-hmm. on fire you know like hurting being pain mm-hmm. you know active energy against wow. it is now connecting the afterlife and the present life wow yeah <laughs> 15 years of podcasting you too can have a gym like that <laughs> Wow, I've never thought that before. That's wow, that's an interesting connection. I like a connection between the ash story on this on the island and mm-hmm. this flash sideways stuff with Ben getting beat up and and the general stuff with Locke and and Charlie and all oh, that. That's, yeah. I think I just figured out what the ash is. I think I just figured out what the ash is. No, that oh, can't no. be true. I was just going to say, well, if the ash that we saw in this case we were talking about was Jacob's ash, what if the ash we saw before around the around the uh around the uh cabin, right? The classic mm-hmm. ash circle, what if that was a previous island protector's ash? <laughs> and that's why it worked in some sort of sense. Now who would that be? Mother didn't burn yeah like i would want to believe that but yeah it seems like mother's body was just like set in the cave and there was no ash but i like that idea i wanted i remember in season six i wanted the ash from jacob's body to connect to the ash that they had around the cabin and and Mm -hmm. stuff but yeah, they never make that explicit. It kind of seems like it's two different ash things. Well, now I wonder, is it an ash of people? Because I guess I always thought it was like volcanic ash. or just That's what like, I assume too, but I have no idea. But now it could be. Like, yeah, what if it's like 
the Egyptians or something, or like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there was like a purge or something happened. Uh, you know, it everything, could be everything cyclical on this show. Oh, I will say uh, this is something I learned. I don't remember if I said this on a podcast before, but even if I did, it's relevant. So I'll just repeat it real quick. Um, uh, they 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 have said that um, you remember earlier in the in the show there there was a thing about a volcano. Um, yep. In in the uh, flashback, and you know we talked about it for a while, like how the the volcano would come into play, and even up to the end, we were expecting a volcano. So anyway, they they actually did uh, uh, some kind of um, interview or something where they they said that uh, their plan had been to have. They, first of all, they were going to have the the smoke monster and, you know, the whole idea of the light cave and stuff that was actually going to center around a volcano. Mm-hmm. And so like the Very smoke Lord monster. The yeah, exactly. So the smoke monster was going to like come out of the volcano and uh, Jack and Locke's like final fight was going to be like as the volcano was like erupting and there's going to be like lava spewing everywhere and stuff like that. And basically wow, they did. Funny. Because, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Basically, they didn't do it for budgetary reasons. <laughs> we so, couldn't afford a volcano. So they had was, the, the opposite of volcano, a light cave. A light cave. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Dark, that was dark, Mount, dark Mountain and Light Cave. I can see that being a being the opposite. <laughs> um, I was going to say, uh, you know, as you're explaining the very Lord of the Rings ending to Laws, um, which is weird because there's no, there's no like ring equivalent. Um, I feel like the closest thing to a ring that we get is the idea of the claiming. It's not an object, but just in terms of yeah. the corrupting influence of the ring. But that's the problem on, on this show is nobody wants anything. There's no central thing somebody wants. Right. Yeah, it's one, true. One person wants to leave and like, well, everybody eventually wants to leave at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then some realize they need to stay. No, what I was going to say when you're describing that kind of Lord of the Rings version of, of the ending is, um, you know, you have Frodo and and uh, Smeagol slash Gollum fighting over the ring at the end at the at Mountain Doom, right? Uh, and I just thought, you know, Smeagol and Gollum are one person, you know, two people in one body. And that's the same with kind of Locke, a man in black, um, where he's got that split personality. So you can see the parallel of oh. like Jack being Frodo and mm-hmm. Locke, man in black being, you know, the evil character. Right. Uh, so I could see them making that making sense to them to, to yeah. make parallels. Yeah, so I just I wanted to throw that in because I thought that, you know, because the ash was introduced you know, actually in the same episode uh, where they talk about the volcano, that I, I feel like there's definitely a, a chance that the original vision for the ash was supposed mm-hmm. to have something to do with the volcano. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah, uh, and maybe it's like where he came from. Maybe it was supposed to be like a kryptonite thing. I could see them trying to pull yeah. that example in there. Yes, so yes. The, the material yes. that's that's part of the origin of the of the person is their is their kryptonite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so then it would just be like this would be an example of, and this is where like I really wish I could like get more details like that about like stuff they planned to do but didn't. 
because mm -hmm. like it's the kind of thing where the only way you can make sense of the story is if you know some stuff that they were gonna do but didn't yeah yeah you know it's like oh okay now the ash like makes a little more sense but if you just watch a show it's like what why is it ash like what mm -hmm. What happened? I don't understand. Oh, I think that, uh, theory that the somehow the ash was magnetized or something. Yes, yes, yeah. and the and the smoke monster was yeah also magnetized or they repelled. Yeah, you had a whole thing a, a few podcasts <laughs> ago about that. Yeah, um, I forget what the full version of it was, but yeah, it was basically connecting the electromagnetism on the island with the you know the fact that the smoke monster was created you know through the the light cave and then mm -hmm. yeah the 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 ash would have been magnetized so it was basically like a scientific explanation for why the ash would repel the smoke monster i don't think it really explained like the me. dogen thing but you know <laughs> don't get me started there um <laughs> yeah that's that's we've, we've gone down that road enough <laughs> uh okay so what they died for was that question answered yeah yeah right he said uh he said uh, i'm gonna tell you what they died for right um yeah so uh so yeah we must have learned that um i don't think he really got back to that did he get your friends uh i'm gonna tell them uh, yeah, start, yeah start with why you brought us here Sit and down, I'll tell you what they died for, why I chose them, why I chose you. Okay. Yeah, uh, he didn't mention it. Hmm. Now, yeah. he say, and here's what I hate, too. Speaking of things I hate, here's Jacob. I brought all of you here because I made a mistake, a mistake I made a very long time ago. And now, because of that, there's a very good chance... That every single one of you and every everyone you've ever cared about is going to die. Well, first of all, that's true anyway. Every one of them and everyone they've ever cared about is going to eventually die. So this is where I want to get like pedantic and be like, be specific here, Jacob. Like, is this one of those like weird like things where like, you know, <laughs> like. Uh, you know, it's like semantics, you know, because and then he's and then he starts it off with there's a very good chance. Well, what's a very good chance? I mean, 25 percent is a pretty good chance. But like to stake your entire <laughs> life on it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So that's what's weird is he's not like I made a mistake. And now it now it's absolutely guaranteed that everyone's going to die. So how, how do you unpack this? Okay, so the way I would take that, and I agree, it's very ambiguous. Uh, so first of all, I would say that he means everyone's going to die, like, soon, <laughs> not just naturally. <laughs> I think he means that. Obviously, the words don't say that. Um, and then I feel like when he says a very, I feel like what a very good chance means is just he's just saying that I think I think he's just saying that there's there's a very good chance that the man in black will succeed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like I think as opposed to failing, as opposed to being defeated. You know, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like he's just trying to raise the stakes. I feel like he's trying to say the man in black is close to achieving his goal, and if he does, then this thing will happen. So, like, the very good chance is that he'll succeed. Well, why, is it this, why is it? Why is it? 
why isn't it certain? It's it's not certain that he's gonna succeed. I feel like that's what he means. Well, if it's not certain, he wants him to stop him. Then why do they need to do anything? Oh, so it's only a very good chance. You see what I'm saying? But is it a very good chance if they don't do anything, or if they do something, or regardless? See, I think so. I think what he means is uh, there's a very good chance if I feel like he's saying there's a very good chance no matter what, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, there's an even better chance if you do nothing. Yeah, so that's what I want to know. What's the difference in chance between doing something and doing nothing? <laughs> I'm just saying he's not he's not he's not being uh, as explicit as I want. Yeah, so, I feel like what he wants to say is like is basically like um, because I made a mistake, uh, you have to stop him or this is going to happen. Like, I feel like that's what he means. But yeah, of course, that's not what he's saying. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's how I take it. I, but yeah, obviously. And of course, Sawyer's question, what mistake? Like, oh, great. Thanks. The question I know the answer to. Yeah. And okay. And so when we get there, he says, I made him that way. So first of all, I think that comes off weird to everybody listening that, oh, you snapped your finger and turned him into a smoke monster? It's like, no, mm-hmm. I actually indirectly made him that way. I didn't know that was going to happen to him. I, right. don't think I, I don't think I knew that. Um, but I don't you know, think he knew that. Yeah, okay. And then he says, ever since he, then he's been trying to kill me. Well, that makes it seem like he's trying to kill you because you turned him into a monster. And, yeah. and, and now he's sympathetic because, well, you monsterized him. Of course he wants mm-hmm. to kill you. Who wants to be a monster? But like, yeah. that's not what happened either. Yeah, he doesn't explain the context. Um, yeah. So as a result, like okay. I agree. I, then yeah. we go. Then we go to this is a this is like all horrible. Then he go to it was only a matter <laughs> of time before he figured out how. Oh, really? It was. Now is that one of those like predetermined things where because he figured it out, then that now that retroactively means it was only a matter of time. Because what if he never figured it out? Then would it still have been true? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, what was... Because Jacob didn't... Did Jacob know he was he was looking for a loophole? Okay, he did say. Yeah, he, he like, told him. I'm going to kill you. I was like, I'm going to yeah. kill you. He said, one of these days, I'm going to find a loophole. So, yeah. Yeah. But why did I, Jacob think there, there was a loophole possible? Um, like, there are no loopholes. Mom, yeah, of that. Yeah, I mean, he did say you found your loophole when he shows up. So, you know, what does mother know? Um, uh, and when he did, someone would have to replace me. Why? Because mother said one time that there always has to be a protector. Okay, I uh, pretty much. Um, yeah, and that's why I brought you all here. Okay, what? We've been here for a long time. So how is what we've been doing related to what you're propositioning for us now? Like, right. You know what I mean? You brought us here a while ago, dude. And some of us mm-hmm. left and came back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because um, this should be like, okay, so this whole thing was an experiment. It was a test. Is that what you're saying? You know, wait, Shannon, Boone, are you really alive? Was this all a big reality show? Like, it's like, 
yeah, they're not going down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> I just feel like there's room there. If they if they if they let this scene breathe, there'd be time for people to go. Wait a minute, what's mm-hmm. happening here? Is yeah. Jacob God? He seems like God. Right. He's just as much of an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I, th- I, I think that part will never make sense. Because, yeah. like, the first part of the show still happened. Like, they can't take it back. It's it mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's hard to reconcile that. That what they try to say, even though they don't say it in this scene, but I feel like what the show tries to tell us to wiggle out of that problem is that Jacob doesn't want to tell people anything. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy that he's even telling them anything right now. But I guess, like, if I wanted to save that idea for Jacob now, I'd say, well, he didn't tell him about Desmond, which is kind of a key thing for what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So, uh, so it's like it's like he wanted them to just like I don't know, figure stuff out themselves. It's 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 weird. I don't really buy that. It doesn't work. But I feel like that's what the show tries to tell us to explain it. Hmm. Yeah, then he says, I didn't pluck any of you out of a happy existence. Well, like, give us time. Some days are better than others. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he says, you were yeah. all flawed. Well, who is it? Every So are there non-flawed people on Earth? Yeah, like, we talked like, about that on the podcast, movie? too. It's you know just I mean? like, it, that, that makes it seem like he could have just chosen anyone. Like, yeah. Like, there's so many people, I mean, yeah, like you're saying, I mean, pretty much everybody in the mm-hmm. world has flaws, right? I mean, yeah, and then, he, and then it's like, okay, I chose you because you were like me, you were all alone. Well, they felt pretty lonely being stuck on this island with strangers, mm-hmm. okay? You were all looking for something that you couldn't find out there, which was what? purpose uh connections with other people i don't know yeah it's not clear it's weird because like most of them uh the vast majority of them never care about the island that's what i was gonna say i i chose you because you needed this place as much as it needed you okay well let's go down the roster here Mm -hmm. raise your hand if your time on this island was useful to you as your character growth i mean I mean, I, that's what I don't understand. Like, wh- how is he in a position to, to 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 say that about them versus what they would describe their experiences are? And that's what we don't get at the end of the show, right? The next episode, we could get them commenting on this. Well, you know what? Say what you will about Jacob. He at least brought us to a place that needed us as much as we needed it. You know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we don't get those lines. No. You know, um, so it doesn't again back to your original point about like the island being important, like it doesn't, they don't ever even say it, you know. Um, well, guys, if I had to do it all over again, I would have still booked that flight 815, you know. It's like, like that's what the flash sideways should have said, yeah, you know, but it, it didn't even quite say that, like, like it. it I mean, I think it is true that like a lot of them crashed there and even if they didn't care about the island or what they were doing there and they just wanted to leave the whole time, like it did for some of them provide a context in which they were able to, you know, make 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 progress or, or, or mm-hmm. improve their uh, like relationships or improve their like personal uh, issues, psychology, what have you. Like it did. But like, I think what is an open question is couldn't they have done that? 
other ways too? Well, that that's that's a question. The second question is how many of them how many of them did it help and how many did, did it hurt? I mean, first of all, they experienced massive amount of trauma and pain yeah. and anguish. Okay, and now maybe you could say, well, that's needed to, to for them. To they find. needed that pain, right. just like Locke said, right? Needed that yeah. pain. Needed that pain. Well, that's what people who have no choice in experiencing pain sometimes say. Because <laughs> um, it's like, well, I guess I have to choose to want this because I don't have to. Yeah, otherwise, it's, I'm pushing against right. it. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's It's still unclear to me a lot of that, like how that's really supposed to work out um yeah yeah i think it's pretty questionable because i, I, mean, I definitely think were killed and tortured and died i mean is that is that yeah. better for them than like the, the life that they had before yeah I, I it's not obvious that you know charlie couldn't have kicked heroin oh. in a different context for example anyway hey, also he did mention i brought you here because i had a bet i had a right. bet nature of humanity with the monster i made yeah and yeah is you know in the classic um like like rom-com uh structure you know there's a period at the end of act two where like the the couple falls out of love you know you know like in those movies like um you know what is that movie like she's all that you know where like the mm -hmm. You know, you know, it's you know the movie where there's a there's a secret that the person doesn't know, and then they find right. out at the end, and they like they call the whole thing off. And I feel like it yeah. was kind of like that, you know. Wait, Jacob, you had a bet. We were just pawns, <laughs> you know. And they're all offended, and it's like, and oh no, and like everything was going well until they found out that Jacob only did this because he had a bet. Like that's that's the other version of that story it could have been where they were, yeah. they believed in him or something. You're just you're just trying to. Yeah, I'm sore and I'm upset that you're trying to pull a fast one on me. I'm the calm man. I made a lot of bets, Jacob. <laughs> I ain't never made a bet that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I so I think that is a fundamental problem with the Jacob and Man in Black story: the fact that they introduce them to us with there's the original thing, which is the idea of the bet, like still trying to prove me wrong, huh? And like reconciling that with the candidates. <laughs> like I bring the candidates here and it's the flawed people because they need the island. And, and that seems to have nothing to do with proving the man of black wrong. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't think the show really like reconciles those ideas at all. Why couldn't <laughs> Jacob uses uses tra traveling ability or his or his um lighthouse mm -hmm. to find people in the real world who proved the point and then he can say hey brother come look Boom. at my lighthouse and here's some examples of people being good now he has to bring them there for some reason yeah, yeah right. i don't know they because the man in black can't see the lighthouse because he might do something bad i don't know yeah uh I, <laughs> yeah it's tough it's well, tough i was gonna say as an episode how is this episode how is this as an episode so we've been talking a lot about just the information we get out of it mm -hmm. i mean i feel like as an episode it's a mess um 
Yeah, it's very spotty. Um, it kind of feels uh, disorganized. Um, I, I guess I would say, um, yeah, the on-island stuff is really just mostly set up. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think the Flash Sideways had, had some motion. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily good stuff, but it like it definitely feels like we're heading towards some conclusion and you know if you listen to the podcast like i remember being really excited about that like because it felt like you know with desmond taking these drastic actions Mm -hmm. of like you know Mm -hmm. he 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 turns himself in and then he does this like jailbreak and 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 he's like he's got control of christian shepherd's body for some reason like he's like interfering and all he's got this elaborate plan they're going to go to this concert mm-hmm. we thought the concert was a much bigger deal than it really is in the end mm-hmm. uh because they, they make it seem like a big deal but like it really feels like oh my god like something crazy is about to happen in the flash sideways so i think like from that point of view it's good now when you watch it again and you know where it's going mm-hmm. eh. <laughs> doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily work as well really uh i i I, yeah i kind of regret the flash sideways it's weird parts of it work for me and parts of it i just kind of wish they had you know i'm just like waiting for them to have their memories and be normal again because like yeah the versions of them where they forget it's just a little harder to care because it's just like I think uh, I again, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, some of this stuff belongs in the finale, but like, um, uh, I think one problem I have with the Flash Sideways in terms of, and this I, I think goes back to the idea of like, is it a reality or not? You know, how real is the Flash Sideways? How should we take it? Um, I think one problem I have with it, with the way it plays out, is that like once they have their memories, and and you know, I really mean like at the very end once they really get their memories, you know, they're flooding in and they remember everything (laughs) and they understand that they died and they understand that now they have the opportunity to move on and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. it seems to me that they cease to give a shit about Mm -hmm. anything that happened in the Flash Sideways. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't, I mean, yeah, they don't, they just don't seem to care. Like, and I think the most (laughs) dramatic example of that is Jack's son. Like, Jack's son vanishes mm-hmm. and he doesn't ask about him. He doesn't mention him. And it's mm-hmm. technically Juliet's too. She doesn't say anything. Claire's there with him in this episode. <laughs> she doesn't say anything. Like they, they just all like, you know, so we talked about like, do they abandon him or whatever? Like he's never shown again. Like he goes to the concert, you know, Jack uh, or Claire goes backstage to, have, to give birth and and jack uh, ends up you know uh talking to kate and then getting in a in a in a limo or not a limo but anyway uh (laughs) going to the church basically from there Mm -hmm. and and they just leave him behind and so like to me that's an indication that you know nothing in the flash sideways really matters once they realize that it's the afterlife you know that that they lived a real life just like in in follow me here just like on the island nothing mattered <laughs> just like in life nothing matters oh no don't tell lost. me that lost oh, God. 
Must needless six yeah, there is. <laughs> so I think that's the problem I have with the Flash Highway stuff because I think the way they build it is generates intrigue. But once you know where it's going and you know how the characters react to it, it's just really hard to care about these like arbitrary things. Like who cares about this jailbreak? You know what it's like? And... It's like um, it's like if you if you saw someone making um like a mural or something, you saw someone doing some art and you were like really fascinated with like step by step they were doing, you know, as you're watching like the intricate details of like what's happening. And then like, then, but once they're done, you take a step back and all they did was paint a stop sign. And you're like, Oh, Oh, Oh yeah. Well now, now that, now, now that you're no longer crafting the thing, now that I've taken a step back and I see the whole picture, this is nothing. I've kind of lost interest, yeah. And yeah. so that's why I feel like the magic of the show is in the actual kinetic energy action of the story being told. It has your interest. Yeah. Um, you know, but when you get to the end and then there's nothing else to hold on to, the energy's gone when the story's not being told. And the story doesn't, isn't as good when you kind of look back on it, you know, uh, from what the pieces that, 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 that are left. So yeah, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird thing. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's like, uh, it's like loss is more enjoyable to watch than have watched. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, In some uh, respects, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that does apply to a lot of the stuff, but I do feel like the, the Flash Sideways is is undercut, like, even more than most things on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, even though it is actually true of a lot of things, and that's a pattern they've gone back to many times, so it's not surprising that they would go back to it at the end. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the, the you know there are parts of the Flash Sideways that I enjoy. It's just like what, <laughs> like what, <laughs> like what you say. Um, I think I think I enjoy I think I enjoy it when they do. I think I enjoy it when they do these little like, um like pseudo callbacks and like when they when they sort of comment on the stuff that's happened before in this mm-hmm. weird way in this like new universe you know that scene with jack and oh Locke, and it's like know? the show you want to really see yeah yeah mm, got it <laughs> something like that something like that and i you know in the first episode of this season um you know the stuff on the plane and all that the initial Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, I feel like they, they there are times where the flash sideways it, Dr. Linus is a little bit like this too where it captures this kind of weird quasi allegorical like commentary on the show and I think I do enjoy that even when it doesn't matter that much mm-hmm. um, if there's just something you know because I'm so attached to the show because I'm attached to the characters I, you know I think that's the stuff I can get behind it I think the stuff that really doesn't work for me so much is like yeah some of the desmond stuff um i agree he's too smug i just kind of wish they wrote it differently i I wish it wasn't desmond waking everyone up i i I agree i wish it was the telephone game i wish it was 
the same way that that Locke went around to try to convince everyone to go back to the island, I kind of wish it was, and then everyone kind of had their own reasons for going back after mm-hmm. that. I kind of yeah. wish it was a it was a more chain kind of a thing, where one person wakes up another person, and they wake up the closest person to them, and they wake up the closest mm-hmm. person to them. Yeah, and not, not like one, yeah, and it spreads. And maybe Desmond, you know, because they do need someone driving the action, like maybe he is res- ultimately responsible, but like not doing every single part of it, right? So maybe he he knocks yeah. over the first domino, right? But he knows that it's going to, you know, he's, you know, Jack's going to get to Kate, you know, or mm-hmm. Jack's going to get the lot or whatever. I mean, I think that's what they're aiming for. I just think they don't hit the target. Because, like, it is true that, like, he he does a lot, but also, like, he sets things in motion, you know. Um, like the thing with Locke in this episode, you know, he makes this comment to Ben, who repeats it to Locke, and then well, Locke see, goes the to Jack. That, that's what's really weird about the show is the same thing that Mother did, right? Where it's this this weird thing of control where she puts the control and these boundaries, but then she says, oh, by the way, you have free will. Right. But, uh, but I also tricked you and set up these circumstances <laughs> for, you to, for you to have limited choices in the free will that you have. Right. You know, um, so, you know what I mean? So that's what yeah. that's what makes it strange is is instead of it being like because I feel like you want the flash sideways yeah, without Desmond you wonder what is what is the flash sideways story going to be anyway right because I feel like what you want the place to be is for them to organically wake up eventually yeah, yeah. but because we don't get to see that happen. Because Desmond intervenes, we don't even know what the organic version is. Right. You know, and then he just like kicks things up. You know, he's he's making all the big moves for everybody. Yeah. And he gives them a little bit of a choice. But but I mean, but look at Ben. I mean, he pounded the guy. I mean, that's not that's yeah. no choice there. Right. Um, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I just I wish that and the fact that he was so smug about it, he also had like yeah. zero um, he was just completely confident that it was going to work versus being yeah. like, I don't know, or how am I going to handle this? Or what do I do now? Um, I guess that's what's weird. He was, and it's that same blind devotion that he had about finding Penny when he was on the right. island that that makes a barrier for me connecting with Desmond because it's a, it, it ultimately feels selfish. You know, yeah. he's not doing this stuff for their own good. He's doing it because he wants to get back to Penny. <laughs> you know and he doesn't or it's even doing that. it or even like listen guys we're the candidates and i have to send my consciousness to the afterlife in order to wake you guys up from a false reality so we can stop the evil incarnate from destroying the world you know it's not that you know so it's like it's weird how he comes across and 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 if you like desmond i feel like this seems this is like great stuff. He's in control of everything. Right. But I feel like if you're normal, <laughs> no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Two kinds of people in the world. People who yeah. like Desmond and normals. The, the normal, the norms, <laughs> the normies. Uh but but you know, if you don't just like him for no good reason, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Then uh then I feel like you know, you it's it's harder to connect with like him being in control of all these things, and it's almost like 
is it just because they didn't have enough story time? Like, if they had five more episodes, would they have written Desmond differently? You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, is it like, well, guys, we have to, you know, there's no way to tell the story without somebody moving it as fast as we need the story to move, you know, manually. So yeah, right. it's a it's a weird one, and and plus Desmond, like, he doesn't give a shit about any of these people. He never did, like, you know, yeah. like. God, so that's the other thing too. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ranting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, the other thing that bothers me uh, is like I just can't believe that this is how it's supposed to work. Like normally, for like a normal group of people that doesn't have a Desmond, like I think it's like you're saying it's supposed to be a more of an organic thing, and. I think the other thing that bothers me about Desmond is the fact that the fact that Desmond doing all this stuff is predicated on Widmore's test. Like mm. I can't get over that. Like that, like their whole afterlife experience depends on Widmore doing this test. Like what? Wow. Like, I just can't, that's, I don't know that that will never not bother me. Cause it just seems so arbitrary. Like really? What if he hadn't done the test? Like, what if the sub, like, Wait, song... Widmore's like, test is important as a Widmore pregnancy test? What are you saying about the importance <laughs> of Widmore tests on the Oh, island? my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who would bring a pregnancy test on yeah. an airplane? Who would bring a magnetic test on a submarine? <laughs> um... I think yeah, maybe that's a callback. Uh, can I can I make it work? Let's see. That was Sun's pregnancy test, right? Yeah, from season it was, two. It was positive, right? Yeah. Yep. And what oh, is no. magnetism? Positive and negative. And what's Desmond? Sometimes positive and sometimes negative. Oh my god. So Desmond test with the flash sideways. Point proven. I can't believe this is where we ended up. <laughs> oh my god, Woodward's pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that that's a callback. It almost works, to be honest, and I hate that even more. Yeah, he was birthed into a new reality <laughs> test, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'll buy that. Result when he got shocked with electromagnetism, <laughs> right? Just like the pregnancy test. Uh, both smuggled <laughs> to the island, I think, in a way. Indeed, um, indeed. Uh, let's see. How else are they similar? Um, let's see. You got... Um, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> it's enough. God, the pregnancy test. Who brings a pregnancy test out of there? Well, I don't know. Someone who bought it and then decided to get on the plane with it? Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I guess it's like... All the crazy things that happened on the island, that was not one of them. Yeah, yeah. Kate was just like, no, no. This is... I can't yeah. handle this. Yeah, this, this is too crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess the idea, I've never even thought about it, to be honest, which is weird because I've known about that scene for like 15 <laughs> years now. Anyway, I feel like maybe the idea is like, well, if you buy a pregnancy test, why don't you just take it? Like, why mm-hmm. are you bringing it with you? You know, mm-hmm. I, I guess. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like, I kind I of get that. 
Yeah, I think there's some idea of like, did someone intend to you to do the test on the plane? On the plane, yeah. Uh, like they need to know before they land. Mm-hmm. Sort of feel. Um. Anyway. So it's just like, is it an emergency? Like they had to do it right that minute. Like, couldn't they just get one in LA? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like that's the idea of like, why would you bring a pregnancy test on an airplane? Yeah. But I also think it's just a contrivance because they wanted to explain why I was there. Like, mm-hmm. and if they just acknowledge that it's weird, then they can do anything they want. And then they stop doing that. <laughs> they Indeed. they just did whatever they wanted without acknowledging it was weird. <laughs> uh, so what else? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I wish this show made more sense. They get close a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, there's like certain threads where if you follow it, it there's sort of a sort of a logical progression. Uh, you know, uh, they try to tie it together. It's it's it works sometimes. It feels like a normal show sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think oh, I think it feels normal when you're not paying attention, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's where disappointment can creep in because, like, if you're just watching it like a normal show and then you get to the end, it's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. that's not the show I was watching. It's uh, it's weird. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think this I think this episode is very um, maybe too serialized. Like, there's no like central theme or point to the episode. I think that's that's the main problem with it. It's just like a bunch of scenes. Ah. There's really no thread there. Yeah, because there's a you lot know what I mean? going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like whatever you want to say about across the sea or Abiturno or whatever, like, you know, those episodes have their problems, but one thing they do have is like a clear through line. Yeah. And like points, you know? And uh, yeah, this one, the the last few of the season are, are all kind of, well, I guess Candidate w- was uh, pretty focused too, since it was, it was sort of all towards the, uh, the submarine stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, the one before that, uh, the last recruit was sort of like this too, where it was just like, it was just like, well, we need like these characters to move from here to there. We need to like progress this little bit and that little bit. And we'll just like throw it together and call it an episode. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, when Jacob was like, oh, Kate, your name was crossed off the wall because you were a mother, but it's just some chalk. I don't really mean mm-hmm. it. Was that like a retcon? Like, did they want us to think something else had happened when we saw that moment? Um, And now they're just sort of giving us another answer for it? Because that just seemed weird. That seems weird to me that that was was their original plan was, well, when we see the names in the cave, we'll have Kate's name crossed off. But that's only because she's a mother and Jacob doesn't really care. It just seems like if Jacob didn't really care, then it wouldn't have been crossed off. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, in terms of this show, that that actually feels like, 
relatively normal to me uh, that they would write it like that, but I agree that it's weird and it doesn't really make sense. I do think that they wanted us to wonder why her name was crossed off. And is it possible that they had another reason in mind? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But what I will say is that, you know, there is that monologue from earlier in the season uh, with Man in Black and Kate about you know, where he talks about his crazy mother. And so they did have like the mother thing sort of, and the Claire stuff too. Like they had all of that kind of weaving throughout Kate's story uh, in the season. So it it feels to me like they could have meant that to have been the plan, but they wanted people to speculate on it. Uh, But, you know, they've done many, I think, confirmed retcons. So the idea that maybe they had another plan, yeah, it's 100% possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't even believe Jacob writing the names in the cave like that. I don't even buy that. He (laughs) He talked about it, right? Like, it's like... What's wrong with paper? He basically said he crossed it off. So it's like, it's like there's, it's, but it's like, why though? Why did you do that? Tablature of information. That's the worst way. Um, it's really <laughs> weird. It's really weird. I don't know why they didn't just say that was the Man of Black's cave. It would have mm-hmm. been way simpler. Yes. Yes. It would have made way more sense. <laughs> yeah. I. It's Yeah. It's bizarre. It, especially because the exact same names are reproduced in the lighthouse. Yeah. In a more organized fashion yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah but it's like nah he just did it two times yeah because was it was it in chalk on the cave wall or was it carved in rock the names i think it was chalk because well maybe chalk's the wrong word but like uh the man of black oh and here's something to make it a little worse uh when uh the man of black goes there with sawyer uh, he actually crosses off Locke's name with like a little rock. Gotcha. So, so it does make it worse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I realized that as soon as I was saying it. Well, why I mean, it is, he, why it, is he crossing off Locke's name on Jacob's wall? Because he's dead, I guess. But, but it's Jacob's wall. Why is he keeping track of something on Jacob's wall? Yeah, I agree. Because he's dead now and it doesn't matter. I don't know. It's he's like making a point when he does that. He's like, he's like telling Sawyer, like, well, here's what you could do. You could sit here and like see how things play out, and maybe your name will get crossed off. He's like making a vague threat, I think. Um Yeah. So like, like that's why Kate's name was crossed off because she was dead or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, we did speculate about that some, I think. Although I don't really remember what we said. I, I should listen to those podcasts to see. Because I don't actually remember what people said. And I don't remember anyone saying, oh, maybe it was just because she was a mother. I don't remember anybody saying that either. <laughs> that was not a theory. Because it doesn't, I don't know. But the, Jacob, you know, he had a thing. Mothers, I don't know. It like sort of makes sense. His mother was protector of the island. Yeah, that's true. And he does say you could have the job. So yeah, it's like it's, it's like, weird. Why he, it's like, yeah, why did he presume? What he should? I feel like what he should have said was, "You left the island." So cross your name off the list. Now other people left too. So right. 
Yeah, he should have crossed like all of them off except like Sawyer. He like he, he should have been like you left and you had a circumstance that made it seem like you would never come back. I know that's yeah. longer, not very pity, but <laughs> it's more to the point. I do feel like that's what he means. Yeah, because like I think that also helps with the son problem because son was a mother too, but she had Jen to come back for. Her. Mm-hmm. So son's name's not crossed off the list because because she had Jen to come back for. Her. But she's still a mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was just saying it in terms of, like, it isn't necessarily about Kate being a mother. It's about the idea that she wouldn't want to come to, back to the island. Yeah, but who cares what she wants? Doesn't Jacob make people do whatever they want <laughs> all the time? Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the other way you could go with that, which was your, your theory from the time, which was that um, that means it's actually Jen, you know, because there's only one Quan name on the wall mm. so like 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 that it that it actually referred to Jen. it's yeah. not confirmed either way <laughs> yeah because they asked the question several times is it son or Jen?" and even in the scene like kate mentions son and Jen, but uh jacob doesn't say what anything either way about it so mm-hmm. anyway it could be true that it meant Jen because he's big on mothers or something and people who become fathers, it doesn't matter. We who cares? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was on the island already, so it's like, well, you're a father, but you can't. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Yikes! All right, well, um, one episode left. Well, only one more to go. The only end. The end of the end. Uh, yeah, long journey, long journey here, but, um, yeah, I'm trying to think, you know, we, we went through watching the show originally, now we've gone through this commentary series, and I'm like, how much more do I understand the show now than when it, the show originally ended? No, seriously, I'm asking, please tell me. I would say that, you know, if you want, if you want to, it depends on the level you want to talk about, like in terms of like the details of the story, mm, probably not a lot more, some, but not a lot more. But I, I do think in terms of conceptually, like what the show's doing, how it works, uh, its effect on the audience, I do feel like we've progressed on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like my general and you know it helps having other damon lindelof shows too to really like solidify the thing that going on in the um listen she knows that's her brother's shirt so whoever they have down oh god 
Whatever they have down in the station. Oh my like, god. It's your brother and she knows it. You're digging deep with that. <laughs> the diary on abc.com. Oh my god. We used to talk about that. Um Oh right, my brother died, but I thought he was in the cat in the I, in the, I guess I have lost my mind. <laughs> um <laughs> Yikes, that diary was so awful. Um, it was, it was. There's a lot of that extra stuff. The the lost experience and uh, Bad Twin. Mm-hmm. That era was really rich with like extra curricular yeah. law stuff that was mm-hmm. kind of worthless. That had no way of helping impossible, but you're like, oh, this will help. No. Yeah, it felt like everything mattered back then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it felt like, like it would there. help to like unravel the mystery, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was just a waste of time. Yeah, I I mean, there's few higher points in the show than the blast door map. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, it was like the Rosetta Stone of figuring out the show, and nobody cared. Within a few weeks, it was blown up, and no mm-hmm. one mentioned it again. Nope. I think was did I did I have a theory like oh maybe they'll find the Blastor map remnant or something or like yeah, yeah. you did you did <laughs> hold that hope we were hoping we were definitely hoping um, yeah the the uh, path to the Pearl Station that's the only thing they ever did with it <laughs> that was it just imagine writing that episode coming out like okay well he's gotta get to the Pearl Station how's he gonna find the Pearl Station Oh, I got a great idea. He opens a drawer and there's a map. No, we need something bigger than that. Hmm. What if a wall falls on him and on that wall is a map? That sounds better. Ah, yes. Genius. Yeah. But when you look at the wall, it's invisible at first. Even better. Ah, of course. Why are there black lights installed? Shut up. <laughs> For this very moment. How did they, How did they the paint it? With that? Oh, Chemical. Why would they paint it with the black light they, off? Yeah. How did they how did they wash their clothes after they got it the chemicals? <laughs> uh uh laundry machine. Okay, well, all the problems are solved. Run with it. Wow. That's literally what happened. Yeah, that was a quote. Uh yeah, wow. I think um yeah, the show is so perfectly imperfect that it's uh, it's it's really yeah, it's really weird to just be like, I don't know, is Frodo really the right one to take the ring? I mean, <laughs> people are saying he's the only one with the courage who can handle the burden of the ring, but I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's just well, things- you know me, I think he failed completely and just got lucky. So. <laughs> Well, if you, if you, yeah, that's how you, yeah. He went 99% of the way proving he could do it. And at the 1% mark, he got lucky. So when it really counted though, he totally failed. No, I, yeah, I'll I give him credit. I'll give him some credit. 99% credit is enough credit for me. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, hey, listen, you could have done it without Sam. So Sam gets true. Him. Anyway, you know what? Sam never faltered, unlike Frodo. Yeah. Well, he didn't have the burden of the ring. Well, that's true. 
So he had the strength to keep going. That's, that's why it's the perfect story because they all needed each other. No one can do it alone, <laughs> and that's the whole point. Um, <laughs> unlike Lost, where Desmond was like, "Bitch, I can do it alone. I'll wake everybody up myself. I don't care. I'm Frodo and Sam." <laughs> And Gollum. And Gollum. I'm a Sildor and his Bane. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's what's so weird about the show is it, it just, yeah. But anyway, I'm interested to see how it ends. Um, I hope Man in Black wins and gets off the island. Because I can't wait to see the whole world die somehow. Mm-hmm. Although he never said he wants to do that. True. Um, and never will. Mm-mm. You know, what's weird is he finally comes to a point the first time ever he's like, well, I'll destroy the island. And now that seems to retroactively tie back to the initial threat that if he gets off, if he quote gets mm-hmm. what he wants, which subtext is getting off the island, but now has been swapped to destroying the island. So now mm-hmm. if he gets what he wants, the Island gets destroyed, and then the, then we go back to the, if the island's destroyed, the whole world ends. So now, yep. if what he wants is for the world to end. Yep, yep, yep. Even and though so, that's not that couldn't have been what they meant. What he, that's not what he meant at any point in time. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's yeah, weird. it's like it's like their theory was right just by like luck. <laughs> it was right, but like not when they said it. It was like right. the future right. It was future right. Yeah, it was going to be right later. I mean, that's what happens with Jacob in this episode. He's like, you got to protect her from him. It's like, he wasn't even going to go there until this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's weird about the time travel aspect of the show. It's not clear, have any of these people gone further in the future than we've seen? You know, mm-hmm. do they know anything about that? So, you know, so it's, yeah, you know, it has that element of like, well, maybe there's some reason. But yeah, it's weird uh, that would have been a great moment if somebody could have called that out. Well, you said this thing and you were wrong. And he's like, check again. I'm right now. You know, whatever. <laughs> like, I was right. wrong five seconds right. ago and now I'm right. 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 Actually, right it's funny you mentioned that. There's a, a sort of a mini version of that in uh, the Desmond episode. Um flash it before your eyes because mm-hmm. he he goes to the bar and like he's expecting like a song to come a song to come on and then like a thing to happen with the soccer match or something and then like something happens at the bar mm-hmm. right so he goes there with his friend to like prove that he knows the future and yeah. like the song comes on and he's like okay and then this is gonna happen and then that's and it doesn't yeah. and He's like, oh no, like, and the and the friend's like, oh well, I guess you know, I guess you're crazy or something, like. But then what happens is he goes back there after breaking up with Penny, and he realizes he had the wrong day. Yeah, and that and all the stuff happens. Yes, he was future right. So he was future right, mm-hmm. basically. And so is the lesson just to believe in yourself and you too can be future right? So even if <laughs> at the moment right now it seems like you're wrong, you can eventually be right in the future. I feel like there's like a lesson there. Maybe. Yeah. If you want to take one, yeah. yeah there's just something kind of works. See, that's why that's why it's like 
Jack, you don't have what it takes. You has what it takes. You will have. Oh, okay. <laughs> you has. You has it now. <laughs> uh, you will has what it takes is what I wanted to say, Jack. You will has it. Um. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Yeah. So you that- are going to has it very soon. Mm-hmm. Or later than that. Yeah, you've already had it, Jack. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. And so that's yeah, that's that's all it that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh all right. Well here we are. Here we are. Episode 200, uh, 200 out of the park. Uh, it's a lot of podcasts. It is. A couple more to go. That's 199 more than I thought we'd do. Um, <laughs> you thought we'd do one. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Nice. <laughs> and uh, we did more than one. We did. We did. Some number more than one. I don't know that number offhand. Oh man, you could be future right. I could be future right. I, yeah, I don't know it now, <laughs> but I'm gonna guess that we do 201 podcasts, <laughs> and I'm gonna see if we're right. I'm gonna right say we're wrong because I'm wrong right now. We haven't done 201. 215. Oh, you're gonna get. Oh, I I meant like guaranteed. Oh, okay, guaranteed. Yeah, so you're yeah. gonna get the, You're gonna be real future right. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. No, because I episode ideas that I have. <laughs> I want to do. I think we gotta at least uh, do. It could be a short one. It might not even be a full episode, but I think we do have to talk about the new man in charge. Hmm um it's 10 minutes he's the old man in charge now (laughs) so true yikes (laughs) the middle-aged man in charge (laughs) okay and what's your other 13 ideas so uh the other thing i wanted to do was go back to the pilot i i've been obsessed with this this whole time because we did the pilot between this episode and the last one so when we did our pilot commentary we didn't know what the final episode was going to be okay so i feel like that changes things a little bit and i've always wanted to go back and do the pilot um with. And then while we're there, we might as well do the second episode. Well, so yeah, we could we could go full full circle, or we could go the circle ends at the beginning, which is what I had in mind. The circle ends at the beginning. Okay, well, there's some nonsensical logic to that, which is my. Favorite. That's a circle, right? Come on. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what a circle does? Circle round. You back to the beginning. The end is the beginning. Don't describe a circle to me. Circle, circle, circle. Come on. It's, by the way, that's also an oval. So now what? They're the same to me. Come on. Oh, ooh, looking <laughs> the same. <laughs> circle is it's, not an oval, but an oval is a circle. It's a roundy thing. Come on, that's all I need. Uh, well, speaking of roundy things, 
We'll be let's back roundy, let's roundy up this podcast thing. <laughs> let's make this a round thing and stop it. Um, sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening to 200 Podcast, and we'll be thank back. You, thank you. Indeed. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.